0: Hello, and welcome to the Point in Progress podcast, episode 32, your one-stop shop for news, recommendations, and some spicy takes. Join five friends across three time zones and two countries every week as we discuss all things that we love while still thinking critically about them. This week, I am your host, Mario Vera. Very, very excited to get the proceedings going. Of course, I have your lovely bevy of beauties here of course here at point in progress <laughs> that i'm very excited to talk to uh starting with of course uh the man who seems perplexed uh frank how you doing buddy i'm just looking at harv doing the fucking monster mash over there what's going on he's a bevy of beauties he's doing all his things he's living his grace so he's, uh, he's it's a rough
1: week, it has been a rough week
0: yeah i'm doing pretty good <laughs> i'm doing a rough week <laughs> i'm doing pretty good i'm That's doing pretty funny. good
1: Alright, that's good.
0: I'm glad. I'm glad. You're looking good. You're looking fresh. Mm-hmm. I like your haircut. The one that you got Thank last you. week. It looks some solid, so Yeah. Sly, what 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 is your week then?
2: Um, I'm just offended that we talked about my haircut and you didn't compliment mine, but I haven't
0: gotten there yet. Me. I was letting right. you speak first, then I wouldn't go and complicate your wonderful <laughs> oh, oh, haircut. Okay,
2: yeah. okay, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm um, What's funny
0: um, is I'm, I didn't I'm, even I'm, get a haircut. My hair just grew. <laughs> <laughs> <My> hair just <laughs> grew.
2: I remember from last I week. <laughs> I want to call all y'all out because I made a really funny tweet and nobody acknowledged it. Oh, no. Um, I made a tweet this week that was like something along the lines of, like, yeah, like, I'm doing really great, actually. Like, I'm having a great day. And then in parentheses, it was like, AO3 search history. And it was like, (laughs) hurt, no comfort, major character death, and a wump. Oh,
3: no.
2: (laughs) And I sent Uh, this to a group chat, and (laughs) my friend Kirsten was like, I don't believe you. I can excuse the major character death and the wump, but the hurt no comfort is where I draw the line, you're not okay.
0: Hmm, I'm wondering, I don't want to know where that major character death is. We'll talk about that after the show. Yeah. I oh, I, uh, I'll, I'll talk.
2: No, I'll talk about it when I get to what I've been watching.
0: Oh, no. Okay. I, if it's a spoiler, leave it. I would leave it out. But if it's no, not.
2: No, 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 it's not a spoiler.
0: Got it. If anything, also, fantastic haircut. Uh, Thank you see also thank you to uh loki mike for the follow really appreciate it man love you thank you thank you so much for being there and, and keeping us and helping us grow and keep this thing going so thank you again so much uh harv I'm how are sorry. you been
2: i was just really thrown off by mario going like this what I... <laughs> you like helping us grow helping but us we grow were, you were doing the boob grab <laughs> My week has been. Uh, my week just. Uh, <laughs> Thank you.
1: Thank you, Harf. <laughs> my week's. Uh, it's been a lot of work. Um, but I got the tail end of the week has been good. So we got the Elden Ring stuff yesterday. Um, I am back into video mode again for next week. So I took a week off of just like doing anything like video based or anything like that. So we're back at it again this weekend.
0: Okay. Well, that's. That sounds good. It's so keeping everything productive and busy, which is always a good thing. Um, of course, if you notice, we're missing somebody fiona is not here we are a four uh square quadrant going on right now fiona is very busy aka fee because everyone makes fun of me when i call her fiona uh she got, guys let, let's be. she, she says that's she's
1: fake. an extra, she got bit by a snake she okay? got bit, oh, oh yeah no she got she, like
0: she is sick and then she, she technically is, is That's hilarious people. she got bit by a snake and then when she went to the hospital for the anti-venom she got bit by a scorpion right afterward My it was insane.
1: My god, awesome. god. god. That's, yeah. that's, that's,
0: well, i didn't even think there was scorpions i didn't think there was scorpions <laughs> <laughs> in nova scotia but here we are well I mean, they got
1: monsters, they got our scorpions twice right. well
0: to combat that well the reason why she was bit by a snake she's hanging out with a group of people that are constantly being bit by snakes over there kind of funny uh with a little bit of housekeeping uh shout out to uh fiona who is of course helping out with the extra life extra life is happening this weekend of course on saturday uh november 6th uh where they will be obviously existing with Kind of funny in their groups of playing video games throughout the day which i'm very excited because they're playing Metal gear solid 4 for like several hours i'm very very happy about that um and uh so shout out to them for uh, putting so much effort into helping kind of funny and obviously getting the big beautiful kids the money for the uh, extra life charity so thank you shout out to them for uh doing all that so that's why they're not here today um, I also want to give a shout out to our friends at 6-1 Indie, which of course launched uh, year two of their brand uh, with a new logo and some projects coming up. So give a great shout out to uh, Mike, Kelsey, uh, and everyone else that is associated. There's actually a huge group of people that are behind that. So want to mm-hmm. give them uh, the much love as possible. Um, I saw that you yeah.
2: started to list off people and then go, I'm going to forget somebody and quickly avoid yeah. That's
0: right. So I'm just talking to the person that was in the <laughs> Video so. Um,
1: Mike's on the thumbnail. We got Mike and other people
0: and other people. I can name like 10, 10 people maybe from there, but I'm just like i oh, just not gonna do it. Just won't do it. uh Speaking of naming See, other, I was
2: pe- gonna cheat and go off of the the private Discord. Nope,
0: and- nope, that not even worth it. No. Not even worth cheating. Nope. <laughs> of course, entering also year two uh, and doing a rebrand shared screens, formerly of WavePoint. They've uh, been friends with us a little bit as well. So shout out to them. And also, I just saw that uh, the Geeky site is also entering year three. So all of us are starting to get our anniversaries over uh, becoming things over the pandemic. So I'm actually very happy about seeing everybody weird. thrive. It is very weird. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> we all didn't exist a couple of years ago. And now yeah, here we are. Nobody, n- everyone here just just was born from the pandemic that's right molded I, like by how, it.
2: I like how we were like uh conceived <laughs> like last week but did not launch for like four months yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah everybody's yeah. having their anniversaries and we were like we were an idea yeah we Y'all were, yeah. We, were, a us, but we, we, were we
1: were a concept we, were gestating.
0: I mean, we, <laughs> and we planned it out we planned it out pretty well
2: yeah, I'm really happy with how we launched, but it yeah. just cracks yeah. me up.
0: I love that we launched basically on, on Valentine's Day, and I think that's a really cute little fun feature about us. So once we get to year two, or we talk about year two, that's when we will talk about our little anniversary, um, which I really hope is uh, <laughs> Third Base Club, uh, the sequel. Um, oh, for sure. More this a time. That's guarantee. So very, very hopefully and The last point of housekeeping, of course, uh, Sly launched a new show. 15 and 15, I was in the first episode. Ooh. So much fun. I hope you all got a chance to watch that.
2: This week and yes. with Kyle, actually. Kyle.
0: Also, oh, also yeah. a 6'1 Indie okay. person. Kyle, uh, really cool people. Yeah. Trophy room. Um, and of course, uh, where I gushed about Frank in my episode, and he didn't watch it. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I i've been I've been busy. I started a new job, so I've been a little bit busy this week. <laughs> That's right. You have been. Yeah. So congratulations yeah. on that as well. Um, but also we uh, we lost a trailer and first episode of finally, the thing that we've been hinting at for a couple of weeks, MC University, Marvel Cinematic Unis- University, Marvel Slicing University, whatever you want to call it. It is, of course, our Marvel centric podcast where we get to. Revisit older Marvel films that are kind of canon to
2: the
1: Marvel
0: Cinematic
2: Universe, canon adjacent, canon adjacent, which is cool.
0: Um, So I'm excited to uh, go on this journey with Sly and sort of do a what we call it Stanley seminar and go through and explaining and discussing all of these films. Um, Obviously, we're excited for the first episode, which we pre-recorded. A couple episodes are pre-recorded, so uh, we'll see what we'll. I'm excited to talk about the fact that the response has been awesome. Um, Some people have talked about it. So many comments, which I'm very excited about. I'm excited for just participation for people watching the show along with us. So Mm -hmm. that's what's so great about it. And we try to make it also as digestible as like this is an hour commitment, less than that. So that way it just, you know, you get to enjoy the show with us. There's a pop quiz element. There's even interactive stuff like a music playlist that we're going to maintain and keep developing as we go along the movies. So definitely keep here at Point in Progress, and at you know, when we eventually launch the separate podcast feed, MC University, definitely check it out there. But the first episode, Blade, is out, and season two or episode two, uh, for the homework, of course, is X Men, uh, to the 2000 film. So please, if you want to hear uh, me talk about David Hater a lot, I do talk about David Hater quite a bit in that episode. So, fans, very, I
2: just want to say it's been. So much fun. Mario and I are having an absolute blast recording this show. And I'm just so excited for you all to be able to experience it. It's it's just a good time. We're having so much fun doing it. And I really hope you all enjoy it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So very excited. Again, thank everyone for the response. And that has basically been all the housekeeping. And I think we're ready to finally move on to the first segment, which, of course, is our checkpoint, our main place, where we're going to talk about what we've been playing. And... Uh, the person that I want to hear from is uh, Frank. Frank, I, you've been you've been doing the Red Deads and the Dead by Daylights and the Near Raid. Mm-hmm. I saw the Near Raid you guys were doing earlier. Yeah, um, yeah, I've been playing Red Dead a lot. Oh, um, honestly, uh, so I, I I jumped into Red Dead and I I jumped in knowing that my first playthrough because this is technically the first, second playthrough that I've had right of this game because I've played it on PC before, but I've more just like jumped in, fucked around, not really done anything. So this time I'm actually the story going through everything again it's been about two years since i think i've played red dead i can't remember the, when even red dead even came out on the ps4 i played it when it came out on the ps4 went through the game bought it on pc barely touched it now i'm actually kind of going through the game and everything and i'm having a blast i've i've discovered that the first person mode in that game is absolutely phenomenal it feels like a totally 100 different game it feels like, like I kind of honestly, the best way to describe it, and it's sad because, like you know, people are gonna meme on that. But like, uh, it's like it's like fucking Skyrim, but the Old West. It's just you get to you get to see the world in a very different lens as to how it looks in third person. Which is why, like, I I always think about this argument with like cyberpunk, for example, where people really wanted that game to be third person. But the way you perceive a world, especially a big open world, is a lot different in third person than you perceive it in first person. Um, A lot of the towns in Red Dead, to me at least, feel very small in comparison to your character. Uh, be, uh, just because you know it, they are small towns, but when you put it in a first-person perspective, they feel like big bustling cities, and you see a lot more detail in w- the way characters act, the way characters talk to each other, um, stuff like even smoke effects, the way your character like leaves boot prints on the ground. You see a lot more in the world, and even like gun animations, like your character reloading. You see like the little bullets in their hand as they're putting bullets into the revolver, stuff like that. It's amazing the amount of detail that was put into the the first person perspective of Red Dead Redemption Two. Is in comparison to something like, if you've ever done first person in GTA Five, it's there, but it doesn't it doesn't necessarily feel like it, it was something that was built from the ground up to be there. It was definitely an addition from when they moved 360 to Xbox One um, or PlayStation Three to PlayStation Four. Um, but in Red Dead, it feels like it was meant to be there from day one. It feels like it was meant to be there from day one. All the animations look great. Everything just looks good. The way the game works is totally different when you're in first person. So it, it's it's I'm having a lot of fun just kind of rediscovering this world story through that different lens. Um if you've ever played Red Dead Redemption 2 and just like, hey, I don't really feel like going through that full game because it is a slog at the beginning. Uh I would definitely suggest going back and just turn on first person mode and try it out. If you're a fan of like Fallout, Skyrim or Cyberpunk, you're definitely gonna find a home there with red Dead redemption twos like first person mode um and then of course we've been playing red uh, we red dead, we've been playing dead by daylight um I've been playing with v I've been playing with uh Regan a friend of ours horrorstones uh chase fuzzy naval and uh some other people such as uh bossy witch and uh I'm trying to remember flip flip uh pancakes and Mario yeah um <laughs> we've been playing a lot of that game.
2: Up that we've come full circle on people playing Dead by Daylight, which was one half of the inspiration for our name.
0: Yeah. Um, point in pro. Fun fact there, actually. It's a good thing you brought that up. Uh, point in progress, the whole pip idea came from us pipping in in Dead by Daylight, because that's, that's how you would know that you're progressing in terms of leveling. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've been having a blast of that game. I feel like... Uh, I have a blast, but then again, that's just me getting better at the game and getting used to the all. I, I, if anybody doesn't know, here at least in the uh, in the Twitch, sphere, we I typically don't play that game unless it's like Halloween, around October, November. After November, I kind of drop off of it. So there is about a year's worth of changes that happen every year, and coming back to that game is crazy because I do not know what's changed and how the killers have changed and the new metas and stuff like that so it keeps it a little interesting but at the same time i feel like they've really kind of nerfed survive pretty hard but that's really kind of the extent i have to say about that game it's dead by daylight it's a it's a simple just four four v one game at the end of the day and then um the thing i really want to talk about because i know mario will absolutely probably like this a lot is the near raid in final fantasy 14 so me harv Mako. Uh, and cheesy man Dan if he's ever in the chat um, decided to just jump into the near raid because we've hit the the level that you're supposed to be at and the because do you have to f- complete shadowbringers to even get that raid or okay yeah so you have to complete shadowbringers to get that so now that we have Shadowbringers story kind of completed uh we can actually start it and um I went in thinking because I I've played I've played near auto near automata I've played through the whole thing. I've gotten all the endings. I 100 percented that game. Um, I've gotten ending E, which if you know, if you've ever played a near game, ending E usually asks you, hey, or at least this game's asks you, hey, um, do you want to delete all your save like everything? And I said yes, because I'm a fucking sucker for the ending of that game. Harv, you
1: I'm going to I can't wait to play it. Um, I can't wait to play it.
0: There's a very good reason why you would want to delete your save in this game. Um, unlike the other Nier. I think the other Nier is just like there's like a story reason. but Like there's like a, a, a there's not really a I don't think the reason in the first game is very good. But the one in Nier will make you kind of question your, your humanity a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, I love that game. I love its ending. I love how ambiguous the ending is. But uh, Yoko Taro being the absolute mad lad he is decided that this raid is canon to the ending of Nier Automata. And that's absolutely bonkers to me. That they found, they did really, they honestly found a way to continue the story of Nier Automata's ending, bring it into Final Fantasy, and then bring it back and have it make total sense of why they were even there in the first place. If you you finished Nier Automata and paid attention to the story, everything kind of makes sense once you kind of get there. And to contribute that to Sly in some way, because uh, we've both watched Eternals at this point, that it's very similar to the plot of Eternals, which is very bizarre. And then we'll talk no. about that a little bit later. But yeah, it's yeah. Nier Automata is huh. up there. It's awesome. Yeah, Nier Automata. Nier Automata is that weird game that everybody kind of dismisses because it just has a big butt anime girl. And that's like, it's it's a it's a fun little like uh, novelty at the beginning, but it's not really the point of the game and people kind of dismiss it just cuz it has sexual appeal to it and that kind of that, that's another rant for another day sexual appeal uh, sexual appeal does not kill a game that's my that's my small little ted ted talk people do not think uh, people should be sexy in video games anymore i don't want people looking like me look at me i'm a fucking schlub do you think i want people to look like me in a video game come on <laughs> i want people to look hot i want hot squidward for my character or big booty judy for my <laughs> There, okay, I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't want people to look like me. Come on, I go to. I look at games to look at like hot people. I go to games to look at hot people, not look at people who look like me. But anyway, that's my TED talk. Um, yeah, the near out I, I want
2: more casual butts. I want yeah. of all genders. I want yeah. more butts in video games, not more, more, sexual.
0: I mean, more juicy like butts, butts for everybody. Top. Yeah, just, the, just more butt. It's just a 2B just has a really good butt. If you want to yeah. reveal that butt, you have to press a button. So anybody yeah. who complained about uh 2B having a nice butt, I'm sorry, you're the one who looked up her sure, skirt sure and it. two, you're the one who blew up her fucking outfit. Look at that butt. You know, you know so who, I don't want to hear you fucking complaining. You know who also has a good butt? Middle Gear solid. Snake? Snake? Yeah. If Snake, Snake? can have a good yeah. butt, let let mm-hmm. 2B have a good butt. Raiden, I'll look at Snake's cake? butt. Dude, Snake. Dude, I'm as straight Snake as a fucking has a arrow. Great butt. I'm as straight as an arrow as it comes but snake makes me question makes you question a lot of things you look at snakes butt. that man looks like he's 60 years old he's got the butt of a goddamn adonis okay he's got the he's got a
1: butt i mean sculpted he, like he lo- looked out of marble he's he's always <laughs> in self mode so he's got to be crouching he's doing those he's doing the squats oh he's he, squat. bro i gotta find that this clip.
0: nothing that man is nothing but squat but anyway yeah near auto Raid insanely good i don't want to spoil what happens in it just in case mario wants to go watch a video of it at least if you're not going to play final fantasy 14 to get the get the kind of epilogue epilogue of uh near automata then go ahead and just watch a video on it It it'll basically kind of red pill you into to figure out what the hell's going on um but yeah it was uh, the music absolutely stunning the That's the fights absolutely fun um, I love that it's a big raid with a lot of people. Uh, the music ramps up the more and more you kind of go through the raids and everything like that. The boss is in there. It's basically kind of like a near, near story altogether, but like in in subsequent order with an actual ending to it. Which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, go, I would say go play that. Um, Yoko Taro and the team at Final Fantasy fourteen put absolutely too much effort into it. I don't say that often, but it's it's one of those weird things where, like, this is free content. Like, this is are you, this is really free, technically. I mean, you pay for a subscription every month, so I wouldn't necessarily say free. But it was uh, free content <laughs> drop that, you know, as long as you had Shadowbringers, you didn't have to pay extra for.
1: Guys, but, he's, uh, here. he's like, here right now. Uh, how 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 was how the snake bite and how was the scorpion sting Fee? Are
0: yeah. you doing well? How
1: are you doing? Everything okay?
0: Yeah. And then don't forget that after they treated her for the scorpion sting, she slipped and fell on a lobster.
1: They they missed they missed, missed uh, they they thought it was a, a scorpion, but really it was just a lobster. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was just <laughs> Larry lobster fucking lobster. Are they in the
0: voice? Show? Oh, they're there. Okay, got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well fee, if you hang out with kind of funny, you get bit by a snake. It's just that's just what happens. It Happens all the time on that show. It's ridiculous. Okay, yeah. If our thumbnail can get some butts, uh, solid Snake <laughs> to snakes. be. Um, I'll think of some other characters that have really nice butts, and we'll we'll work this out. We'll work this out but uh yeah that's been my gaming that's week nice. i i sorry to talk for so that's long but man i, I was really excited was nice. for uh, all three of these games this week
2: <laughs> and butts
0: butts and butts yeah video I'm games sorry, need more we butts left
2: for one episode and we already go off the <laughs> booty. Butts, booty, booty,
0: booty. I think I'm, I'm pretty sure i've had this butt rant before
2: <laughs> oh i i I remember us trying to have a butt rant and Fee shutting it down real quick.
1: All right, well (laughs) there you go. We know who who, who's the butt. uh... Get get the get the get the applause. Your thumbnail ready. what
0: can we say this podcast needs more butts uh well that's fantastic yeah. uh frank i'm very happy that you've gotten to experience the near raid because i will not and uh but i'm a huge fan of near and you are enticing me to watch a video of at least the ending or at least the cutscene. so yeah i'll send you a picture of me to be and 9s just kind of chilling out you know what cool I mean? cool i'm cool with that i'm cool with that and i love that i know the the knowledge of near to kind of put it together what it could be so i yeah that's it, cool. it it, it Makes sense if you paid attention to like that, and I think there's some. I'm pretty sure, and if I'm not, I haven't played Dragon Guard, but I know there's some like uh timeline stuff in there, maybe. Sure. So like that might play a role into it, but yeah, the it's yeah. it's it, it all kind of it, blends together. Eventually, I'm gonna start Reven too, which I have a copy of, and I've not started yet, and I kind of want to get back in that world because the music's fantastic. Okay, well, uh, next up, though, I'm going to go over to Harvick's slide. A lot of the things that we got to talk about, we're, we have to talk together. So we're going to talk about oh, that yeah. probably last. So Harv, can you go ahead? And l- I want to talk about you specifically.
1: Okay. Okay, so I started this show last week. It's the mm-hmm. Netflix Netflix original. It started on Lifetime, apparently. And yes, they it came did. over to... Very fucking weird. <laughs> Very weird. Um, They're in some freaky shit on Lifetime. I don't know. My mom has a subscription. <laughs> Dude, I- this, this, this show is messed up There's some psychopaths on this sh- on the show um I've gone th- I'm a third season halfway through the third season now okay. and um the more this show goes the less I like it mainly because I feel like they're adding if I, okay season two I did not like that much I, I thought season two was short, was was not great. Season three is kind of like a little bit more my style, mainly because I love the suburbs thing, and I'm a huge, huge, desperate housewives fan, huge fan of that show. <laughs> All right. So of this course. is like this is this is this is my shit. This is my <laughs> shit. But there, there, there is. I, I it feels like the shtick that this show is trying to do. So this this guy is like he's he's got some mommy issues, and he is turned into pretty much a, a sociopath. Least. Yeah, pretty much a sociopath at this point. Yeah, Where, like he, most people, he becomes very obsessed with women, thinking like he loves them after he sees them once, and then he becomes obsessed, and then it, like it's all consuming, and then.
2: And of course, by he you mean Dan from <laughs> Gossip Girl?
1: Sure, I've never seen Gossip Girl, so that's yeah. He's got mommy issues, daddy issues, girlfriend issues, neighbor issues, every issue in the book. Sounds um, like someone has not
0: left this high school phase at all just stood there just like in love with everyone well i don't think he
1: because he he like he wasn't he's in a lot he was in a lot of like foster homes and stuff like Ah, that okay so he was in the system and that, that kind of type thing but the more we get away from what the first season was was what was us like introducing this with him and then him obsessing over this one girl and just kind of building this world it was so intriguing so so it was done so well and now it's just progressively just getting more like, okay, yeah, he's going to do it again. Yeah, he's going to do it again. Yeah, he's going to do it again. Or they'll kill him again. Show, well, there, there it is, right? <laughs> but like, so I don't know where this show could go in like season four because season four has already been uh, being lit. So I don't know where they're going to go. I don't know how the season ends. But the main reason why I'm sticking with this season right now is mainly because uh, it's the desperate housewives kind of look. You know, you got the sure. suburbs, you got some, you got. A lot of white picket fence. A lot, of, a lot of rich white people are on this on this fucking uh, street.
2: And, uh,
1: and uh, yeah, they, they um, I don't know. I, I like the show, but it is getting a little tiresome after a little while. And Afi is also reading the book, because it's based off a book. And apparently the show was like nothing like the book. So I am very confused on why, why they went that direction. When you have source material, like, you literally have source material. Right? Yeah, it's it's
0: an age-old argument. It's just like, we want to try something new, but it's like the people who are trying something new don't really understand why the people who wrote the book wrote it like that way in the first place. So they just try to have their own kind of headcanon. Sometimes it doesn't work out very well. Uh, to me, so I'm, I've turned a total corner on this where I was like, oh, I really want to see the adaptions, how they are in the book. But to me, I'm like, the book already exists and I have that forever, so if I want to see a new interpretation of something, then I'm all about it. Like, the fact that Dune can exist in, like, three different formats <laughs> and, and then be totally different interpretations of it, I think that's co- kind of cool. Like, when it comes to, like, shows like this, yeah, they have source material that they can pluck from, but I do like that. It's just, like, I don't have to compare it. It could just be its own thing. Like, Lock and Key's another thing. Season 2's out, and it's supposedly nothing like majority of the books that I love. But it can exist for other people in a different way.
1: No, it can. No, I, I, I agree.
2: Made it the can. Make a second general while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I
1: can see it. I can see it. It's just like it's weird taking that much of a because like what, what B is saying is like season one is the book. Season two, they start veering off. Season three, he's not even supposed to be like. In season three, he's in San Francisco area. He's in North North Cal. Sure. In the book, he's in Washington State, running away from a character that he's like married. Like, like it, it just doesn't make any sense. Is like that. That is a huge deviation from where where they've gone, right? That's a huge deviation. But again, mm-hmm. like yeah, the books are always there. This is what I always say about like uh, you know like the Harry Potter stuff. Like movies were good, right? The Lord of the Rings movies were good. Game of Thrones. People are reading the books. You Don't need to watch the show. The, the books are there for you, right? Yeah, yeah. But I feel
0: I feel like uh, it usually works out very well when it's a comic book for that for that thing. Like uh, you know, different interpretations. You, Your it's comic books already have that, right? With books, it's a little bit harder because. It's really just one person's interpretation of it that you're kind of following. And I know a lot of people usually get disappointed in that because it's like, you only, re- usually, usually, not saying always, but usually, you only get one shot at, of a live action. And when you're doing a live action, people kind of want it to be a live action version of what they read. So they can kind of, they everybody has an idea what they see when they read, but this is the chance that you get to actually see that on screen. And when it's not the same exact thing, I can understand when people kind of get a little bit mad, at least in the book sense. Comic books are a little bit different because you can interpret a comic book 500 different ways. But like, you know, a written story is a little bit different because it, it already has the, the groundwork there. You just have to put it into screenplay. Sure. But th- there are definitely grand examples of, hey, they went the total opposite direction and it's a way better product for it. But well, that depends. Well, I was going to say... On the-
1: on the writers, that all depends on the writers. well, the, no. the, writers, well, the right?
0: Stephen King is the one I'm going yeah. is what I'm saying. Oh, is yeah. where the shining the movie he hates because it's apparently yeah. nothing like the movie or the book that he wrote. He then shot his own version of it, and it's terrible. <laughs> and it's well, a direct not, yeah, copy but- of the book.
1: Yeah. So that—that's but where that again, but you have to also. Stephen King isn't a director, right? Like he—he no, he doesn't know how to make these kind of movies. Right? And Stephen no, King's also
0: yeah. on like a massive amounts of cocaine. Like I was going to yeah. bring that up. I was going to bring that up.
1: Only only a person that's high on cocaine can think of like blood being all over the fucking hallway coming out of the uh, elevator that wasn't, of that, was, that wasn't his idea that was that was stephen
0: kubrick's I idea. That's, yeah, yeah, i believe that wasn't even in well, the stanley
1: book kubrick you know what i i stand corrected stanley <laughs> <Kubrick's the fucking laughs> i crazy stand guy stanley did. kubrick it's kind of like how
0: halloween i think Halloween. it's like an lsd fever dream from fucking john carpenter the carpenter as well like see i think he was just Hard. doing hardcore drugs on that one
2: <laughs> tell me about elder ring
1: <laughs> oh not yet
2: Elder, yeah, Elder Ring be, will be later. Not, we're, we're gonna yeah. talk. About,
1: we're gonna talk about Elder Drake. But I, one thing I will say about Elder Ring is that I'm excited that we finally got a don't gameplay. Don't put it in the notes.
2: <laughs> in the it's, the, it's the it's on the notes.
1: It's at the very end. I don't think it's yeah. by my name though, right? I don't think so. I, I might have wrote
0: it by accident. My oh. bad if that's oh, okay. the case.
1: Well, you, I would, um, will you
0: point out that you made a video. You made a video.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. I made a video. I made a reaction video for the trailer that uh, came out. I went like social media dark. Like I went dark on social media for the entire day of yesterday. So I didn't get spoiled for this. And fun fact, it was number it was number one trending on all of YouTube, this video, which is insane. insane yeah. to think about. So, um, I watched it last night. I, oh my god, I've, I, I love I, TLDR, I fucking loved it, and I can't wait for this game. Yeah. But yeah, the video is up on uh, youtube.com slash gaming. It's there. Uh, we be reacting to the entire thing. How many other people? Other that is 14, I think. That's all I've been playing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How many people do you think Elden Ring is going to bring in because of George RR R. Martin? None. None? You don't think any of the Martin fans are going to be like, I need to play this game, even though they weren't like Dark Souls fans before?
1: They, they are really not looking at the Martin side of it, it looks like, because even uh, during the trailer, they had nothing to say about the world building or anything like that interesting like, but gonna, we'll,
0: let's put a pin in that we'll talk about that later yeah.
1: then yeah we'll yeah. definitely talk about that thank you so much Hart, for
0: giving us your insights into, you. <laughs> Let into us, you let's know about you it's carve uh speaking of insights and new things coming out uh sly what have you been up to you've actually done some cool things
2: i had a week yeah Uh, yeah. so on tuesday i drove up to seattle for the day and attended an advanced screening of eternals it was hosted by deaf night out which is a seattle organization that does a bunch of deaf meetups in seattle which is really awesome Uh, i had an absolute blast it was so much fun i got to meet so many deaf folks it was just a great environment there were so many cute kids running around i i love deaf kids they're my favorite like you think hearing kids are like like direct and just speak their mind add deaf blunt on top of that and you get the funniest kids you'll ever meet uh so that was a blast i watched eternals and then nobody else I knew had seen it, so I just stew on it for two days, just thinking about everything and not being able to say anything about it. And then Thursday, actually yesterday night, I w- I had a ticket for opening night already, so I just kept that. Went and s- saw it again. Wow, wow! Everybody, go see Eternals. Um, I have a like brief thread on my Twitter about like my thoughts about it. Uh, no, like. Uh, like major no plot spoilers. points or wow. characters if you want to go in completely blind with no <laughs> opinions don't look at it but it there's no spoilers on it for sure um but i really enjoyed it uh yeah it, it was a fun time um yeah, I, I have, yeah I've, I've i've been maybe... like
1: i've been hearing like mixed things about this movie for some reason yeah compared like like when, when it comes to the MCU movies like some people say it's fine some people say it's good so like it's it's that's kind of where I'm
2: it did really poorly so critically it did not do good um and so this is a very diverse cast which obviously puts off a lot of people who like to be loud um I'm not saying this is a perfect movie at all it definitely has its strengths and weaknesses I'm not gonna say it's the best movie I've ever seen by any means. I had a blast. I really enjoyed it. And I will say, I got infinitely more out of it the second time I watched it. So the first time I watched it, I was mostly thinking about the comic story beats and trying to see like what the plot was going to be. So I was very focused on the story, the plot, what was going on there. My second watch through, I was... I knew what the story was already, right? So I was looking very closely at the characters, the characterization, the interactions, how they structured them, how they developed them. And seeing it a second time, really getting to notice all those intricate uh, character moments made my experience so much better. Like I really enjoyed it after the the first watch through, but the second time I was like, wow. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it.
0: I agree with you a lot that it's a really larger-than-life movie, but it's also about the smaller moments, especially between the characters, between um, you know Camille Nagiani's character with sprites, um, those little scenes, uh, Droog was, uh, with um, uh, with Iara, I believe is the name, the speedster,
2: Makari. Makari,
0: my bad. Sorry. Uh, some of the names remind me of characters from other things that i love and so i could like like kari from uh, avatar the last airbender um but but, yeah i i agree with you to me in this film fits to be dead center of the mcu of all the movies so it either it goes either way in certain aspects where like it's not a thor the dark world by any means where it's just kind of boring this actually has some interesting insights and specifically the plot and I agree with Sly what they said about what they would think that the overall theme of the films are what it's actually about. And I believe I'm gonna be talking with you. Uh, we're gonna do an extra credit MCU University video where we will talk about the movie, so that way we can actually give our thoughts out there um, in full detail for this. So
2: I will just I will say yeah. that Makari, Druig, and Fastos are the dream team. Yeah. I love the three of them. They're the best. They're really great. Um. But yeah i i'm definitely a little higher on the film than this i will say um i know oh, okay so i know i'm very uh down on thor ragnarok i i did not like it at all it was not a favorite of mine uh and i know that's like a lot of people do not agree with me a lot of people think that's one of their favorite films. Um, One of my biggest problems with Thor Ragnarok, I feel Eternals did a hundred times better. And that was the balance of tone. I thought it was like, it felt serious and, you know, heavy and dark, but the comedic elements balanced really well. And in Thor Ragnarok, I felt like I was watching two different movies, but Eternals, I think, blends those two elements really well and does that a lot better than what I've seen in previous movies
0: under that lens. I can, I can see where you can make that, make that change for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, to me, this is the justice league movie that I wish we got, um, because it's very much centered on their love of humanity and not so much the despair of humanity, (laughs) which I constantly get with all the Zack Snyder films. Um, that is the, the thing that I, I, loved. Um, this is my favorite interpretation of, uh, speed in a film um, because the way that character moves and the way the camera follows with them looks incredible. And they use such a good, it's such a good use of a speedster. Um, Of course there's, there's very much archetypes of the new gods because Jack Kirby worked on both uh, eternals and new gods. So they're very similar to DC characters. So there's definitely allegories and even the movie kind of mentions that. And I won't say why, Um, but you know, Icarus is, you know, very much, you know, your standard guy, guys flying in the sky, right? Superman kind of guy. And then you have your speedster, you have your Wonder Woman character, which is clearly like Angelina Jolie, like there's definitely archetypes there. And this is why I think that like, as a movie in general, I really wished it was the Justice League movie that we got. Um, the pacing wise, I understand how people are think it's a little um, disjointed because the movie is kind of like, piecemeal in a lot of ways, but I still think that they told just enough, just enough to get you around through where you needed to feel and be at by the end of the film
2: personally. Yeah, I think that's where I differ from a lot of people is my takeaway from that movie was this is Marvel like putting their toes in the water with playing around with the concept of nonlinear storytelling and I love that. I want to see more of that from them and I can see why that put off a lot of people where they... It's it's not a lot non-linear story by any means, but they play around with those elements and I think that put off a lot of people. But that was one of my favorite parts of, of the movie, actually. I
1: I, I I do wonder one of the reasons why it's getting a little bit less praise than like most of the other ones is because it, it feels like it's more out of this world than, than it is, right? Because the turtles are beings that are from a different world, they're from a different place, and this is the MCU trying to kind of expand it even more yeah. out in aspects in a way in aspects with characters yes. that we have no idea like who these because mm-hmm. like when we when we did the Thanos thing we knew who Spider Man was we knew who Star Lord and like everybody was and we knew all these characters that were coming coming into those movies we this is yeah them trying to establish who nine of these characters are whatever how many of there are like there's six characters. ten there's ten, ten. Yeah. ten. Yeah. Okay, okay, there's ten characters yeah. they're trying to establish in one movie, and that is a tall task for any any kind of film. It doesn't matter what I mean, it is.
2: It's, they're it's not one all... of the best ensemble yeah. films I've seen. Yeah. I The way, I won't say anything other than the way they introduce the characters i really felt connected to them and i i cared about every single one of them and i did yeah, not expect too. that going in i was like there's 10 of them you know some of them i won't care about that's fine it's an ensemble film introducing all new characters but i managed to care about every single one of them by the end of that film
1: yeah
2: on the first watch through.
1: yeah no, it's gonna be sure. tough no. for me to remember everything about- well
0: yeah. i don't this is why <laughs> i'm not I'm not basing it on the names because i base it on their powers because you're right i some of them are actually named after, and, and it's obviously a point. I still
2: in the- can't remember Kit Harrington's character's name. Dwayne, I, I watched it, no. Dwayne. Is it Brock Johnson?
0: Is it Dwayne Dwayne or Dwayne, Dwayne? Yeah, Dwayne. Okay. Okay. Johnson? No, so I wait,
2: watched wait. it once i couldn't remember his name and then i watched it again and the whole time i was no. like i'm gonna remember the, his name i'm gonna remember the re- his name and then the, by yeah. the time i got out i was like i don't remember his name he
0: has the the real reason is because he has the shortest amount of screen time in a almost three hour movie so he tends to be on the why back. does
1: he get why does he get so much trailer time
0: yeah <laughs> well, well, i that's don't want to say why bring, <laughs> that's how they bring <laughs> you in bro that's yeah. how they bring, that's how they bring,
1: <laughs> oh
0: The post credit scenes are uh, are interesting. They're not the most bombastic things. However, there are introductions to new characters, and they're kind of cool.
2: The the last one, I lost my mind. So I've heard so many
0: things about that thing, and I'm like... Is that who I think it is to- anyways. That's uh, the coolest just, thing. I'm not, no. I'm not saying shit. Not saying shit. But well, that's yeah. like that's case, how so it goes.
1: It you know? is who
2: you're thinking. That's, so right. that's I'm scared. I'm
1: like, "Well, oh, it's cool." <laughs> so Shang-Chi is coming out on Disney Plus in a this week. This week, yeah. Yeah. Right? Is this, is the same trajectory happening with Eternals? I assume probably. so. Yeah, I assume so. Right? Yeah. I hope so. No. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I I'm not going to go watch this in theater. So I'm going to wait until this yeah, thing it's comes fine. out.
0: No. I'll probably check I'll probably take a gander at at theaters. The only issue I have with Eternals is that in the Marvel Universe we've had OP characters like Captain Marvel has become mm-hmm. a little OP here and then now we're introducing people who are s- some people in there who are like Superman level of OP here mm-hmm. and the problem with introducing characters like that so, is 100% of the time they will never look to their true potential because with every writer that has to helm their their they will change how, how skilled they are to how OP they are throughout, throughout each film they're going to be in from here on out. And it just gets so tiresome to see Captain Marvel be like, oh, well, I'm going to take out like five guys and have a problem, but I can now take out Star Destroyers in another film it's like sure nobody really knows how to scale these characters as to well be, as they should to be fair um, well no they do it like in the first movie too yeah, they? yeah. They, yeah they, the they, they they need to they need to figure out how to really they, scale they, these yeah. characters because now you're so gonna have to introduce let mutants. me no, yeah absolutely so let me go ahead yeah. and clarify the, the start of this movie they're a unit the movie then is all about how they have to come together they yeah. do a really solid job of how when they're together they are a, a collective that is kind of unstoppable however because of the events of the movie, you see how very vulnerable just one is. They're not in imper- perverse to, d- to damage. You know, like yeah. they uh, will fucking die if they don't do it. And they're, not all their powers are comparable to other characters in the, in the roster. So if they're yeah. left alone to their own devices, they're fucked and they do a yeah. really good job. There's a character, I'm not gonna say what it is, but there's a fight scene with the one thing they do does not stop fighting things. <laughs> and yeah. it's very clear when that happens. It's- Yeah, but it's not necessarily in the sense of like... The way they
2: balanced the team is really interesting because five of them are like the brains and five of them are the fighters. Yes. So when they come together, they're super powerful. But if you have just somebody who uses their brain, like you're not going to get very far.
0: My thing on it is, of course, they're going to be kind of balanced in their own film because they're sectioned off in their own film. But in future films, because they're eventually going to have to show up in some capacity in the Marvel Universe, yeah. there's no way they're gonna. There's gonna one and done these characters. It's who helms them next. Are they gonna be able to scale them as well as they are in well, their own films? Yeah, and a very bad job at doing that. It's okay. They they obviously don't yeah, know how to scale I, their characters very I, well.
1: They it's the same the same thing happened, like when you have a story beginning for like superheroes. It's. Oh, easy to like, you know, nerf them, right? But once they mm-hmm. get to the end of the film, they're like, you know, they get their trope. They got their true potential in a way. But the mm-hmm.
0: thing, the thing that I think what works in this and that goes with the story tropes of what they've been before. I mean, these are like, okay, here's an example, and I'm not. Tr- it's very comparable to this film, the Power Rangers. The Power Rangers, as a collective, are fucking almost unstoppable for the most part. When they come together and they go in the sword and they do their shit, they know they team up, right? When they're individual, though, they can be corrupted. They can be absolutely taken out individually. That's how this movie works in the same way, where like they're not all Supermans. All right some of them are as long as, hawkeyes as long as,
1: they, as long as they like like keep that trajectory i think that yeah as, as long as the next writers who keep the
0: keep like know how to scale them it's gonna be perfectly fine i do believe like,
1: like um, captain marvel hit a level where she, she is just like it's she scaled she so go quick anywhere she could
0: go anywhere in the universe she, scaled, <laughs> yeah. like, she was like down <laughs> here for one second and then she just scaled like they just said "Fuck it we're just gonna give her superman powers and the so only way to nerf her level is fucking... like she's on a different world that's yeah. how you nerf her. That's how you nerf her. She's just too busy doing something else. No, that's fair, and I'm very curious of how that's going to work in that ensemble. Yeah. How big? God, my dad. Hold on, let me answer this phone call. One real yeah, quick. Well, I have one more thing to say here hold about, about hold Eternals. On, hey, Dad. Uh, at at least, hey, Dad. Yeah. Hey, I'm on. I'm doing a show again. You call me every week on the same time when I'm doing a show. Do you, say everybody. Say hello to everybody.
2: Hey, hello everyone. I'm sorry. Hello. Son. It's okay. They said hello. <laughs> hello. Um
0: All right, I'll talk to you after the show. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. I have one more thing to say about Eternals. Or right, I just this is the general Marvel universe because this is canon in my head. Sure. I know I joke about head people with their head cannons a lot, but uh this is my head canon for the <laughs> Marvel Universe. Uh this is in this universe, Gilfoyle is obviously not a Satanist. This is the this is the alternate universe where Gilfoyle a decided to become a Christian. Yeah, he's a variant. He decided mm-hmm. to become a Christian and he became a teacher. Became a teacher in uh he, Spider was in, in, he was in Incredible Hulk. He was uh, yeah. he, he was in yeah. college. Incredible Hulk. Gilfoyle is not a Satanist in this universe, so he obviously became a teacher. And Dinesh is the actual cool cousin.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's the cool quit. cousin. I, I, quit. I was like Guilfoyle, Where are you
1: with this? And then I remembered <laughs> Silicon Valley. This okay. <laughs> 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 <Nick laughs> happened.
3: Good.
0: It's good. How the tables room. how the tables are turned between the two. I will say uh, Guilfoyle <laughs> <laughs> becomes the teacher. He has. <laughs> and the he, biggest beta of silicon valley is so fucking ripped now <laughs> no he's ripped but i will say he is probably the least he's my least favorite eternal out of them which oh no is not my f- i was looking he's forward funny. to him the most he's fantastic <laughs> no he's fantastic what he does and his he has scenes that are great his powers are not my favorite <laughs> that's the only oh, okay. thing that's all i'm saying was, um uh kuga kumail kumail nanjiani um I yeah. Kingo. If Kingo. anybody hasn't figured this out about I really like me, him. I I don't remember I like too, the actors' names. I refer to out. them as their characters. So no, that's that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, again, I can't tell you all the character names. Some of these are new. However, I will say Gilgamesh, my favorite character. He's also from uh, Train to Busan, and he's fucking amazing. And I can't wait for more movies with this man. In general, I just want to see this. Anybody man more named Gilgamesh movies. deserves a cool power. So honestly, bad. he's
2: so fucking. Thick. He looks like me, but thicker and, okay, like, who cute. Who the fuck is messing with the doc? I'm
0: not, I'm not. even looking at the doc. Oh,
1: sorry, that's hey, me. Hey, I'm hey, me. just. I'm just clicking. Sorry,
2: that's me. That's me. Hey, me. Hey. Sorry, he keeps splashing. Uh, sorry. Right, can I talk about the rest yes. of the things? Yes. Go for it. Go week? for it. Oh, yeah. Go for it. All right. So I saw Eternals. That was great. Lovely. Again, check out my Twitter thread. Um, I also made a TikTok about it. If you want to see more thoughts. Uh... For video games, I've been continuing with Voice of Cards, still liking it. Um, I got to like the third area, I guess. I don't know. It's fun. It's it's a card game. I'm vibing. It's very pretty. That's you know cool. I heard cool, they cool. added
0: near cards that I really want to play. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then a game I have been looking forward to for like over a year came out this week, and that is Unpacking. And I fell in love with this game at the PAX Online demo last year that replaced PAX West. And I just like downloaded the demo and went through and I played that demo like three or four times. I was so excited about it. It came out this week. I'm having such a blast. It's such a beautiful, just like relaxing, sorting things, total de-stressor, really pretty, really cute such a I, cool idea I love this
1: I saw her Kate playing this and then I was just like man this game looks very relaxing and very like like very OCD friendly as well because it seems like it puts places and I saw this one video I think maybe it was Mario that retweeted it, or somebody retweeted it where they um yeah where you put it in different places and the different sounds that every place makes with the with the item that you put down it's insane they like a god for everything of,
2: the the amount of different sounds i saw like a tweet about somebody talking about how many individual Foley tracks are in this game it's insane i obviously don't know what they sound like but people have said they're cool and that's awesome good for you all i'm glad you have that uh but yeah it's really pretty uh and then <sighs> i started rewatching 911 <laughs> Uh, I know we talked about this when Fee started watching it, but the other day, I was like, I really just want to watch uh, uh, Season 3, Episode 15 and Season 4, Episode 14. If you've seen the show, you know exactly what incidences I'm re- referring to. And Your favorite crimes? I- I was...
0: <sighs> What's your favorite crime?
2: <laughs> They're both um, uh, uh one line? character is put in, in peril in each season in in those episodes and that's all I was gonna watch and my friend Shelby talked me out of it and she's like you need you need the build-up and the they're okay moment. So I just started for the beginning of season one again and 911 is a good show, y'all. I keep uh, <laughs> every time one of the characters does something dumb, I just keep going Evan, <laughs> and that's the whole first season for me. <laughs> so i've I'm currently on the first season. I can't wait for season two because um, my favorite character gets introduced then. Uh, but yeah, I'm re-watching rewatching one. I need people to talk about the show with. So if you've seen nine one one, hit me up. i I, I love the show. I need to yell about it with people. so, yeah, what, yeah. so
0: what so what is your favorite crime though? <laughs> mine's bank robbery i think bank robberies like you know
1: they're pretty fun up there yeah um, i've been watching a lot of you some murder, maybe i don't know <laughs> putting people in boxes yeah putting people in fucking cages <laughs> yeah
2: um i think uh yeah i think mine would be art robbery because just leverage makes it so fun so
1: oh, so mario for for you they're they're the dude he keeps bringing like so in the first season. In the basement <laughs> of his of his uh, li- li- like his uh, bookstore, he has like a cage, like it's, a, it's all plexiglass, and it's, they keep all uh, all the books in it because it's, it's like room temperature. Uh, like, yeah, it's a, it
2: it's a safe huh. room for old books yeah. to keep them preserved. But Got he
1: it. puts people in there that have Just either caught him doing something, where he puts them in there, or he puts like the dead body, like some sort of dead body in there. Makes and sense. every season that 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 fucking cage is there in a different place he makes it in different places yeah he rebuilds it in different places interesting interesting speaking
0: of uh dead bodies uh transitioning over to what i've been up to and watching (laughs) (laughs) that's a transition uh that's a transition that that was a transition i've been playing also unpacking (laughs) 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 <laughs>
2: <You're gonna find laughs> yeah, the dead bodies?
0: dead bodies. What? there's dead bodies uh, do you unpack unpacking. dead bodies like in in packing i thought this game was supposed to be not stressful uh you know sometimes it can be depending you know. on how you feel how you feel afterwards um when you can't foot down the one item which clearly should be there and it doesn't let you do it like why can't i hide my game boy on my bed that's stupid um, they do why it
2: can't them. I hide this dead body in the freezer
0: exactly like yeah. why won't you let me open the fridge I have it's a ridiculous. deep freezer
2: for a reason what <laughs> yeah. did
0: Walter White mean by getting, not putting that body in the bathtub my you know? my real question about unpacking is like man this person moves around a lot but then again I understand it's part of the story and I understand why they're moving constantly as someone who hasn't moved as much uh, definitely sees like you know he's. I think they went through their dorm and then they move on to their next dorm I don't know. Anyways, uh, so he I just
2: play- change dorms every year. So, like- oh man, that's
0: that's, that's bogus. Um, Buffy was in the, her dorm for four years before she quit school. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I've been playing unpacking as well. Unpacking actually is uh, very therapeutic. It actually makes me want to redo this uh, monstrosity behind me. Uh, so I will be redoing this entire shelf <laughs> to make it more presentable because it looks like it's falling apart. And uh, definitely, you know, maybe add some lights back there. Who knows? That'd be kind of cool. Um, so unpacking is fun because you can play it on game pass and uh, I've been enjoying that just enjoying the vibes just the music is uh, a lot of fun to just put on and just walk away and you just hear that in your life so totally into that um, the two major things and I'll get to the dead bodies at the end because I think that's probably going to be the thing I talk about the most um, one we of also the,
2: yell at to put dead bodies in the thumbnail yeah high dead oh, bodies God. into the
0: thumbnail please uh, just dead, so. butt. dead butts dead butts, dead butts. Dead body butts we're going to get canceled. Oh, no. uh, already can't. We've already been canceled. <laughs> I've been reading comics, and I read finally. What's Yes. <laughs> I bought this book uh, a couple months ago uh, just purely from a TikTok. They sorely, totally convinced me to get it, and honestly, they were not wrong. It's very great. Um, it is, of course, Spider-Man. Uh, I'll leave you a It's called A Life Story. And the way that it goes, it's in its own pocket universe. Where it takes place in the 60s, starting at around 66, uh, right around the time of the Vietnam War, and carries on all the way to about 2019, um, as if like time was in real time. Mm -hmm. And so Spider-Man is dealing with, obviously, all his rogue rogue, uh, galleries of the time in which they are presented in comics – but as if he is continuously aging over that period of time, leading all the way up to superior Spider-Man, but it's not the way that we all remember them. There are some slight variations. So for instance, uh, you know, one of the big moments in civil war, obviously in the comics is he reveals himself that is told, told that's version of story is told, but told differently. And it's really compelling and how it connects to how the nineties happened. So uh, it's, very it's beautifully drawn it's drawn by uh mark bagley who did the original run of the ultimate spider-man the peter parker era with brian michael bendis so it starts from the 60s leading and all the way and it's a wonderful continuation of art from those periods um It starts, man, how can I describe it? Um, There's some characters in here that evolve differently and turn into other things uh, because of the way that they project with time, uh, which I find very fascinating. Uh, Just this idea of an aging superhero and how he has to deal with it uh, on a yearly yearly basis, as well as things going on in the real world. Like, should he enlist into the army? Is he going to be drafted? Well, at this time, he's in college, you know, like all these things are constantly going to his mind. Like flash Thompson at this moment is going to war and he's, you know, he, f- he feels guilt about like, should I tell him not to go and stuff like that and how that plays out with the rest of the story. Um, really fun, wonderful storytelling in terms of how there this thing is conceded as well as it, how's it, it honors all those things that came before it and telling this really great story of a full life of Spider-Man. Um, and I hope they do more in this universe, specifically following possibly other characters that are in there that are introduced. Um, you know, because Spider-Man, it's Spider-Man's story, but there's other people that make appearances. So I think it'd be cool to have their journey through this time period. Specifically, I think Captain America is probably the most interesting side character in the story um, that I would love to hear about. His sort of reemergence into the world from, it's you know, going from one army, one war to another. And so... That I find fascinating, and how the duality of where he allegiance between that. So definitely recommend uh, Spider-Man: A Life Story. It's like twenty bucks. Uh, it's really fantastic. Uh, Chip Zdarsky is the writer um, who's been doing a lot of books over there at Marvel. But yeah, it's uh, it's a complete story, and I think it's definitely worth watching, uh, reading. Sorry, and so if it's on Marvel Universe, definitely check it out. One hundred percent.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, and to finally address the dead bodies, I, of course, have <laughs> I, uh, so I'm at an impasse We've where, a
2: dead body count. how many times have we said quite, dead a, few bodies dead bodies. Dead quite a few dead yeah, bodies? Yeah, dead dead body. You know, this is not even <laughs> a Halloween body. episode,
0: not even a Halloween episode. Uh, I, uh, you know, am coming to the end of sort of, uh, uh, having uh income in a certain way and so i need to start making budget cuts and sadly one of the budget cuts that i have to make is not being able to go to movies like as often as i did um Mm -hmm. with the power of uh you know amc my homie my homie you don't have to worry about that once i get paid because we both eat and once i'm once i'm in the cheddar again all right well that's
2: on Marvel Unlimited.
0: Hell yeah. There you go. Boom. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So go read that book. But uh once 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 uh, once my paychecks start coming in, we're gonna go see movies still. I'm <laughs> not gonna you're not gonna not go see movies, motherfucker. Alright. Well, <laughs> this was my, my like I'm gonna go watch I'm gonna I'm gonna do a bang bang. I'm gonna watch uh Eternals gonna go at- see, we Let's go see we gotta go see Dune, Eternals, oh, and God. Last.
1: So many. So many. There's <laughs> like three hours a piece. Um, and then, of oh, course, yeah. I watched. Forget, uh, forget the money. was the time? That's right. Shit. Hey, if you give us your yeah.
0: uh, subscriptions and, and Twitch Prime, then yeah, maybe i can go see movies. Um, yeah. Talk about them on the show. Uh, 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 subscribe to our Patron. Yes, our Patron. Yeah, sorry, Patron. <laughs> I watched Edgar Wright's latest film last, uh, last night in Soho. And. I, as a massive Edgar Wright fan, from discovering Shaun of the Dead, which felt like years before that actually was like majorly popular, which was really cool, um, to then seeing his other films, such as Hot Fuzz, uh, End of the World, and of course, Scott Pilgrim, Baby Driver, and uh, his documentary that he did with the Spark Brothers. This is his latest, he's back to horror. Um, this is a Jallo film, so essentially very much in the vein of a woman uh, traveling in the world at night Uh, There's uh, very scary people. There's black gloves. There's a color palette that is very similar to like those of Suspiria or all those Italian films. And uh, it is a story about a woman who is from the countryside, gets to go to London to be a fashion designer and immediately is uh, in a panic uh, over the fact that she uh, is somewhere where she is not used to. Um, And very much tries to lose herself in her own nostalgia by recollecting of what London used to be and the sort of the 60s and how uh, glitz and glamour and star, star and, and stuff like that. And she all of a sudden starts having these dreams where she's actually at the 60s and she uh, starts living this life of this other person and things go awry from there. And it is a wonderfully, beautifully shot movie, as all Edgar Wright movies are. So if you want something, like my th- my wallpaper right now is, you can't see because it, it has notifications, but I have like the shot of her with like the most blacked out eyes ever, like looking absolutely terrified because it's gorgeous. I just love the way that it's composed. And uh, he, this movie hits on all fronts, and, and for, for the most part, the ending, I will say, is probably the part that I'm not the most clear about, or... Cl- the message of the ending, but I still think that this is a movie worth seeing. Um, if you are an Edgar Wright fan in terms of just cinematography, the way his dialogue hits, um, of course the music choices, if you're a huge fan of baby driver, Oh boy, you got some sixties, uh, love in here as well as some 80 synth wave, which is really, really spectacular. And you love yourself some Halloween dance parties. Hey, there's one in here too. So Foster definitely, Mesh. definitely, definitely, uh, recommend, Uh, last night in soho which is a very very fun movie so as long as that movie does what baby driver did where like it real the music really propels the scenes forward then i'd probably be into it it's not the same like because obviously his was different where he was using that as like a barometer to like like he was using it as like to time things. Like it's not like very much like that, but I do think that the music fits for what the vision that he's going for, this nostalgic feeling of the sixties mixed in with what is portrayed on the film. So definitely recommend that. Um, Yeah, definitely really, really enjoyed it. Um, But I think that pretty much wraps up everything that we've been watching, what we've been playing and ends our checkpoint section. Let's go on and move over
1: to the patch notes
0: let me drink some of this uh battery acid really quick get some of that battery acid in you yeah. oh.
1: okay, so while he's drinking battery acid i i i am, i was this close of pulling the trigger today of buying a new chair this fucking close really no. but i can't i can't put myself to hit the, the, the button another,
0: another i'm two. telling you man you can fix that chair like just buy I, a new four no e, uh, I, just want, I just want a, a better stuff. chair oh okay so it's just right,
1: the I'm a fucking crazy person. I'm looking at Herman Miller like a fucking nutty nut, nut
0: person. <laughs> a lot of people are saying the new Razor one's pretty good.
2: Have y'all seen the like kneeling chair where it like you sit on something but then it also has like leg rest to put your knees on? Yeah. So you're like kneeling but sitting. I want that chair. That's well, what well, i want. I just don't,
1: don't want yeah. to feel like in my church. Take that. My knees cannot take that yeah my knees will fucking like my knees are like they're brittle they will fucking crumble (laughs) i've seen the dust come out of his knees as he got up one time dude every time i go upstairs i can hear the like the bones going
0: Uh, (laughs) ever ever seen like a fuse blow and you see like that black smoke come out it's basically the same thing oh okay yeah hey frank what is our first article (laughs) jesus (laughs) so our first article this week comes from pc gamers molly taylor Uh, Devolver Digital has gone public with Sony requiring a minority stake. So guys, yesterday, Devolver Digital, the publisher behind great hits such as Hotline Miami, Loop Hero and recently Inscription has gone public. Majority stock is still owned by the founders and employees of the company. However, Sony has invested 5% minority stake into the company, with Chinese internet technology company NetEase staking 8%. What this means for Devolver's future is up in the air, but for all, for right now, all I can say is get that fucking money, dude. Because at least the people are so Devolver. Right now is the largest U.S. company to go live on the London Stock Exchange, currently sitting at 950 mil. Could you imagine how much money they're making if you had a a stake in that company or if you were there from that company from day one? It seems like the founders and employees of the company are actually uh, uh, shareholders, majority shareholders of the company still. So they're definitely making a good chunk of that money right now. I can't I, even fathom that price you just said. You said 950 mil. Uh, yeah, 950 mil on the London Stock Exchange. So I don't. I'm not a financial advisor, like I say, I in the thing. Look that up. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's, I that's don't that's know. Be,
1: if, that, if that's a pound, it's probably around like 600, 700 million. Yeah, right but I don't sure know mind. if that's just.
0: On the London Stock Exchange, I don't know if that changes for like the Nasdaq or like Wall Street or anything like that. If there's a separate thing for it, or if I it's mean, separate for check, each like, stock what, exchange, what,
1: you, can, you can check what. If, as long as you know the yeah. code Let's that they, see, that they Devolver,
0: use, Devolver uh,
1: stock. <laughs>
0: I'm just gonna type the Devolver it's stock. It's good that
1: they went public. Yeah. What, what Resonator said is like, but they, I I didn't know they actually went they went, went public for a company for them. Yeah, so that's pretty high. Yeah. I am I I like that Sony took a little bit of a little bit of uh, stock in there. Uh, their company, which is, a good, mm-hmm. I think, an awesome thing, and I think it's gonna turn, it's gonna be really good for Sony, for sure, because Devolver just makes good games. They just publish really, really good games, and they, they make publish amazing games. games. Yeah, um, it, it's so they're weird. Publishers, it's... right? They're not develop. Are they developers or are they just publishers?
0: I think they do, like, uh, buy buy the games to develop or get or pay for pay developers to develop games under their branch. I uh, don't quote me on that because I'm not 100 percent sure, but I know there is. I. Think there is like a devolver game section like in their in their company. Um, however, right. most There's of the most most of the things they're publishing. So,
1: um the, I came up the with a billion thing,
0: dollars. I must be wrong. There's no way.
1: No, it looks like uh yeah. Uh, Resonator just said 150 million dollars in the U.S. in USD we as go. well. So yeah, yeah. I the the other thing that I'm more kind of like like hesitant about is the China company NetEase going into it for, for 8. Yeah. percent I. I, I know this is like a big thing with with a lot of these companies, and when it comes to like Tencent and stuff like that, that kind of shit is kind of scary in, in a way. Where these companies like Tencent and stuff have majority stake in a lot of these companies, and they could in in they could dictate what the gaming market could turn into. Yeah, like what like. you can and cannot,
0: because I think that happens a lot with movies nowadays. A lot of these companies are invested very heavily in making sure that their movies get shown in. So, yeah. and they, they, have have to, like, they have to heavily censor their censor, movies yeah, because of that. So a lot of things. Speaking yeah. of that, uh, Eternals uh, features a couple uh, having a kiss. Um, Disney is not censoring the film, and so the film will not be shown in China. So, yeah, yeah but because of that, it's not being shown in China. But yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like Harv said, I it could be a, a big thing, it could be a small thing. The problem
2: plan. with Eternals is not the, the one scene, it's the other yeah I'm sorry I'm just real salty about that sure that's that's been pissing me off all week
0: <laughs> but yeah no this is this could potentially mean a very good future for devolver digital night I'm, I'm if I'm a betting man I'm willing to say that within the next 10 years they're probably going to be acquired Sony no um, I don't know who shot first whether it was uh net or Sony um, but I don't think either company is going to back down in buying more stock possibly if one of the other is buying stock. You know what I mean? If a company is buying, if a Chinese company is buying, Sony's probably gonna buy even harder. Or if Sony is buying, a Chinese company is probably definitely gonna buy a little bit harder that way. So we'll see, we'll definitely see. But it's, the, the best part about this is it's only good for Devolver. Cause Devolver is making he- hell hella money. And it's good for the people who are under the Devolver branch of uh, the publishers. You know, will be under a bigger, bigger branch, and that will uh, have their games. You know, get shown like show to a broader audience and stuff like that. The more you have money for marketing and stuff like that, we might even start seeing Devolver games on like TV at some. My my I guess, my only major uh, hesitancy takeaway is obviously for them to lose their identity um mm-hmm. that's just the only thing that i think that i'm worried about for when it comes to dictating yeah when games are can and can't be made or whatever that is but uh, yeah make your money yeah that's fine yeah, yeah. you're you're kind of right on that and i didn't really think about that because devolver is a very like fuck you we do our own thing. most fuck you yeah. company is now yeah, selling.
1: yeah. we'll, the, we'll the talk prob- shit on everybody and the not The a shit with that is like if they get a company like a chinese company that is majority stakeholders mm-hmm. can they even do that at that point even Sony, That's
0: I worry about even market. having Sony right, yeah. being part of that. It's like, uh, how do you have a company go fuck you microtransactions with a company that could possibly do microtransactions feature or, get, or a company with things under their branch that has microtransactions? It's not a, it's not a, a good outlook for shareholders. And now devolver didn't really have to worry about shareholders part of the equation when they were making their like presentations every year or. or the games they publish or anything like that. Now they have to worry about whether or not, or whether to appease shareholders or keep their same identity. And Mario's totally right on that. It, you know, we'll see next year, uh, how this changes Devolver and from there on. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about making that money.
1: Uh, breaking news, breaking news. Uh, and Walker has been delayed two weeks. Hmm. Oh, well, yeah. Expansion has been delayed two weeks. More you know i raids. I'll
0: be honest with you. I kind of take I take blame for that one, honestly, because I did. Yeah, mention you said this.
1: You fucking said <laughs> this like <laughs> yesterday or two days ago. You asshole. You said this. I might have jinxed it a little bit. Like, I did oh, say. hey, is this? Have <laughs> they ever delayed an expansion before you <laughs> <Is> don't <idle laughs> release?
0: Have <laughs> 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 any of these expansions ever been delayed? Because like I wonder. Do you
1: think Endwalker <laughs> delayed? <laughs> Here we are. God damn it. There you go. Access start is the start is on the on the third of December now.
0: Okay, I'm cool with that. that. It gives me more time to do other shit. Gives us time to actually get through MSQ
1: now and actually do other shit too. Um (laughs) anyway, sorry. I sorry. There's an event happening at the same time, so I'm kind of uh, going back and forth. Uh, yeah, when it comes to that kind of thing, they
2: uh, are all multitasking.
1: Eh? <laughs> I just I just been sending pic- uh, pictures
0: of uh, video game butts to feet in the in the background anyway. Um, <laughs> I a, but yeah, I, um, I can't multitask.
1: <laughs> anybody else anybody else have anything on Devolver that you? Uh, I'm happy say for now? them that they went public. I'm really happy they went public. That is a, that's a big step for a company. Now it's just kind of like honestly, is just do their thing and try not to get absorbed by a big, like, a very, very big company, or at least get, like, a, a company that's going to get majority st- uh, stake in their company. But I think they're, they know this already. They, I think they already know this. And they, they make really, really good games. They publish really good games, so I think they'll be fine. They're like Annapurna. They're, they're going to be fine. They're gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, my my only thing, like I said, is the individualism. But also, I'm happy that if Sony has an interest, that would mean that hopefully there's some disparity when they do uh, PC ports or when they do games that are launching at with PlayStation. um, Because Loop Hero, one of Pit Point Progress's like favorite games, was on PC from, if I'm not mistaken, was published by or produced by uh, Devolver is now finally yep. going to be making it to the Switch and I, I don't even know if it's on the PS4 yet but I would love for more
1: disparity between their games being able to be on the PlayStation Because I, I I honestly don't think this is going to affect that at all I think this is know. a money move for for PlayStation that's it yeah. I don't or think it's anything about on it early yeah, too you know, that's how I, I feel. don't think it's anything about them getting games on their platform this is just them putting some sort of stake in this company and just seeing where the company goes in the next like 10 years yeah, years. because yeah. let's say it, it's definitely. I always look at. Isn't enough. I feel like five yeah. percent isn't enough. If they put in like twenty percent, thirty percent, then maybe I would be like, okay, now there's some there's something in there. Five mm-hmm. percent for Sony isn't that much. Yeah, right. They're just they're just kind of they're just dabbling. Five percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah. sort of little <laughs> The five no, percent, dude. The five percent.
0: <laughs> I always look at stuff like this, like like such small uh, stakes and companies, as more of just like it's a foot in the door for future possibilities. You know what I mean? It, Sony can leave at any point, and they won't lose a lot of money. But it also starts a conversation that, hey, we're and we're part of the board. So what? Ha- like, could I, could we buy something later on? Can we buy more stocks later? It's it's more of like a conversation starter than. Ever. And fee is now uh, they're delaying and Walker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, if you were
0: here, you would have heard that for months. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put in there. I am so sorry. Uh, any more? Any more on this? Uh, yeah. On on devolver here. Sly. Any yeah, any final I thoughts?
2: Just basically, good for devolver. I like that they're going public. It gives them, you know, more opportunities as a company. Uh, it's. I definitely don't want to see Sony taking a majority stake. I think that would a bad move for devolver it would probably be great for sony but i think that would be if we see sony acquiring a decent amount of of stock in devolver i think that's when you see things start to go down like them losing their identity and so you know i think this is a great you know sony can use their power and influence to help out devolver a little bit and get something in return Great, awesome. I I just don't want to see them taking too much.
1: No, I agree. I agree. Let let let's let Devolver Digital do their thing. Don't let don't let Sony all these other companies. They do their influence.
2: best when nobody's meddling in their business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just don't want to see that become the possibility.
1: Yeah.
0: And on that note, uh, speaking of people losing their identity, our next article comes from LA Business Journals. Nat Rubio liked. Uh Activision. Oh, so here I just want to preface this really quick because I know we haven't talked about Activision in a while, Blizzard in a while on uh, on the podcast. So anybody who's new here, I just want to reiterate this. Uh, here our Point in Progress, we believe everybody uh, in the workplace should be treated equally with respect and shouldn't have to worry about uh, stuff like getting groped at company parties or uh, talked down to because of who they are, gender. Uh, sexuality, any of that. Everybody should be treated equal. Nobody should have to go to the workplace worried about whether or not they are so different that everybody will look at them differently. On that note, uh, we don't typically talk about Blizzard and Activision here because of the recent that happened with them. Um, I don't think it's right to promote a company that is doing all the literally every single shady little business practice under the book. Uh, the only reason we're talking about, is, about this today is because we're going to be talking about more of the shady shit that they've been doing as well as not really shady but more of just like some of the shit that's been happening with them recently and i really do believe this is a big turning point in the company so i believe it's something that we should talk about um but no, now that that disclaimer is out of the way, uh, Activision Blizzard executive exits. Game delays lead to stock drop. So we're talking more about stocks again. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. Don't take my things. Don't take my my grain of salt for any of this. Uh, you you do have stocks. You're invested. <laughs> I, I do have some stocks. I, I I have played the crypto game and won a lot. So, but I do not take anything I say. Uh, as financial advice. I don't want people telling me that they lost money on Dogecoin. By the way, if you invested in Dogecoin, I don't know what the hell you're doing. Anyway. Shiba. Invest, um, invest in our uh, point-in-progress NFT, please. Yeah, or <laughs> NFTs. Uh, anyway. Uh, I swear
2: to y'all, it, the moment any of y'all start seriously talking about NFTs, I will quit for real, just <laughs> so you know that. Uh, <laughs> I still, so, you know what?
1: don't want to get into it. A, NFT, I, get into I quit.
2: No. I, I, don't I, make, I don't
1: understand them. I don't The day I make know.
0: 40K on an NFT know. is the day I actually start shilling it. But anyway, um, <laughs> it seems like the trend this year, uh, I keep saying this every time Blizzard comes up, this really is not Blizzard's year. Uh, seems to continue as, a, as the company, Female executive vice president Jen O'Neill this week after just two months in the role. Her role and responsibilities will be transferred to Kibara, according to an earnings call. Following this news, Blizzard has confirmed that Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4, ha- 4 have been delayed indefinitely, though some outlets are saying that it's still coming out in 2022.
1: Yeah, uh, games coming. Those games are not coming out 2022.
0: Those nope. games are not coming out in 2022.
1: Um, <laughs> I didn't even know they had fucking dates. I won't say that
0: right now. That's what I said. So some co- you you saw that some companies were saying like I think IGN and like two. How, how you can you have dates when they don't really yeah. have fucking
1: dates? How you can you yeah. say they're delayed when they don't even have fucking dates
0: to them? <laughs> exactly. Um, I have a quote here from Jen O'Neill uh, with my timer abilities, Kibara and transitioning into. Activision Blizzard and Women in Women in Games International, uh, in parentheses, to determine the first steps around how the grant will be utilized. Uh this comes straight from her. Uh, following this is, w- let me repeat you because you cut out like during massive chunks of that. Let me just repeat it just real quick. With yeah, my ahead. remaining time here, I will be transferring my responsibilities to Mike and transitioning to a new role, working closely with Activision Blizzard and Women's in Game International to determine the first steps around how the grant will be utilized in its structure. Yeah, thank you. Uh yeah, and then following this as well, uh, the company's stock had dropped fifteen percent overnight. Um me, I think Harv did we talk we talked about this earlier this week when we found out the news about the executive leaving before lays delays happened. Um this is crazy because at first I really did think Blizzard would find a way to kind of they've always found a way to snake their way out of controversy. If you've ever seen all the controversy. They always like to play a card where they try to make themselves seem kind of virtuous and then roll back on it really quickly. Um, I do really think throwing somebody like Jen O'Neill into the seat as soon as everybody's saying, oh, yeah, the female female representatives in the company are being treated mis- unfairly to then go, OK, then we're just gonna point somebody who's female. In that. It was an obvious move that they've pulled before. That you know, they're just doing that to save a little bit of face. And it wasn't. It was so totally unfair to Jen O'Neill to have to inherit all that bullshit that's going on at, at Blizzard. I mean, that's um,
1: a lot to inherit. That's a it's lot. A lot to, inherit.
0: to inherit, and people um, are giving her shit. Like, oh, she only lasted two months. It's like, do you see what Blizzard, okay, the state Blizzard, was that's in before more that?
2: Indicative of the company in general. The yeah. company can't treat its workers well. That anytime they try to pronounce somebody who is demanding to be treated better they're not going to last longer mm-hmm. she didn't just last 2 months because of her she lasted 2 months because blizzard's treating her like absolute shit yeah i guarantee they threw
0: her into the fire and it was unfair to jen it was unfair to anybody in that company um to have to inherit that much bullshit that's going on right now um I, I we were talking about this earlier this week when we were playing Final Fantasy, and I realized something. I don't think Blizzard's coming back from this. Not only uh, have they really kind of destroyed any kind of goodwill and reputation that they had in terms of the general public, they're destroying the goodwill and reputation they have with their biggest moneymaker, which is World of Warcraft. Um, with Final Fantasy 14, really kind of dis- like we like month after month just absolutely taking over their fan base you have people within that community wow players who've been playing for years just singing praises of how different it is to play an actual game where people care about its players you know the devs and all that um on top of that you have these weekly controversies of Blizzard burning documents that uh, indict them for what's going on in their workplace. You have—it's um, just—I don't think Blizzard is going to make it out of this. And now with this whole delay, Overwatch and Diablo Four—ever kind of fans you had are probably not going to be there by the time these games actually drop. um I'm sure people are going to play Overwatch too. I I might even cave and play so for, Overwatch, Overwatch if it's free. But
1: Overwatch Two, it's going to be an interesting thing because they have Overwatch League, so that's going to happen for sure. Like right? that, yeah. that, people are going to play Overwatch Two. Well, Diablo Four is more of like what I am like like more of like I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. So, so real if quick, people are going to play. Him. Real quick though, the
0: the caveat to the Overwatch League there is, if I'm not mistaken, they're not resuming that league until Overwatch Two. That was something that they've said. So now but that's that, what I mean, though. But that's what I mean. Overwatch, I mean, the pros are going to come back for Overwatch 2. So Overwatch 2 will have the so, audience and player base. But but also, there are stadiums that were built for this. There were definitely areas that are not being used for this specific purpose. Yeah. They're and bleeding. It's 100% bleeding. So yeah. granted, I don't think the company might fully go away because Activision still a big part. and Call of Duty is still a fucking massive juggernaut. And we'll find out this week after the yeah. release of Vanguard. Um, how that's been affected. Well, so on the same, on that note too, it's a good thing that you brought that up because I was just about, just about to bring that up. So Call of Duty just came yeah. out. And if you haven't noticed uh, some of the marketing on Call of Duty, a lot of Activision's name has been left out of it. Yeah. Um, For obvious reasons. I mean, given Activision is a shitty company on its own, but this is more of like Blizzard's kind of fight going on right now. However, when you have a company that is called Activision Blizzard, it's hard to kind of separate the two uh personally uh, as i told harv this week i think by the time i would say maybe one to two years from now i don't i don't think blizzard is going to fully die out but i do think activision is going to absorb the company altogether blizzard is probably just going to become blizzard entertainment the way they were before as just a dev instead of a bigger company and it's just going to be under the activision branch that's the only way i could see blizzard kind of being swept under the rug and maybe this company surviving or activision surviving a lot of the bleed out that they're currently dealing with with these games because call of duty right now um is getting a lot of uh, a lot of that excess treatment because of what Blizzard's doing. It's bleeding into Activision's money, and you know how fucking greedy Activision is. So you know they're not going to let that slide. So if if Call of Duty fails, and it's already starting to track as if it's going to be one of the lower selling Call of duties at least. I, no,
1: this I, fucking I think by the sucks. end by the end of this year, it is going to be the highest grossing game it's, it's going it's to gonna be a highest grossing 100%.
0: game but i think it's going to be the lowest grossing call of duty game that's come out
1: uh, yeah. sure sure i guess i'm, I'm curious. I, yeah. I i always say that every year that it's always the top one it's yeah always the top one i'm very curious
0: how it's going to go because i know that people have obviously had the world war ii fatigue but my and obviously this is a personal problem is the fact that i actually have some friends that wrote it <laughs> and that fucking hurts um because i wanted to play this game but i don't also want to support activision but i want to support them and to see that this is the conflict that i have is fucking atrocious and i hate hate having to deal with it yeah it sucks but i that's the only way i could see um blizzard maybe coming out of this with it with something intact but we will i guess we'll see but Every It seems like every month we have new news of Blizzard constantly fucking up, constantly bleeding. Like They have, they have been knifed at the beginning of this year, and they have stopped bleeding since. Uh, and eventually, I really do feel at this point that they are just going to bleed out at this point. And they, they're just going to have to cut losses and figure out what they're going to have to do with this company in order to build any kind of goodwill back to their
1: consumer base. I think for me, um, the big thing is I, I, it's Blizzard. Blizzard is the big thing to me. Where is Blizzard going to be in mm-hmm. the next four years, five years? Right? Can they can they bring back this game that's World of Warcraft? Because I I hate being I hate being this person, but like most of the player base that is playing this game has net has not heard about this stuff. That doesn't mm-hmm. know about this stuff. This this is not mainstream media. They're like you go to like you know Mainstream media, you're not going to see this kind of stuff, right? So yeah, people that are playing right World of Warcraft. They're just playing World of Warcraft. They're just playing uh, Blizzard games and stuff like that. Who cares? How that's games.
0: you know in, in the online world where you wouldn't think it, like people are saying it in the game. No,
1: no, no. Some I,
0: people I will, will will echo chamber themselves into ignorance, even on, even through
1: why would, MMOs. Why, why would you? Why would you playing the game and then saying it while you're you're while talking you're about people that game.
0: fucking like the troll people but There's just no, do we're just also talking about, yeah, no, I'm talking about people, you know I'm we're talking about like, people who are but, but p but people- we're talking about people who like who don't necessarily give a shit what's going on in the outside world they just want to play what's in front of them they might even turn chat off you know what i mean they might just sit yeah. in the discord with a bunch of people who just as soon as someone brings up hey did you up nobody cares you know what i mean nobody fucking cares they're playing world of warcraft shut up
1: it, you know it is I mean? a stuff like that sword when it comes to uh gaming in general is that Half the time, people, the, the, the stuff that happens in gaming, nobody cares about. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then there are moments in gaming that people are like, oh my god, this is amazing. But when like real shit is happening, like abuse and stuff like that, nobody really... Nobody wants to talk it, about it. Nobody wants to talk about yeah. it. There's no traction. It doesn't get traction. And then when somebody delays something, that's when everybody's like, dude, what the fuck? Why are you delaying this game? Come on. And everybody's up in arms. This whole yeah. this whole thing with sm uh, the the Shigami Tensei Five and Persona thing is fucking huge in the gaming sphere. Like what the fuck yeah. like, but when it comes yeah. to abuse and stuff like that, nobody talks about that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. People like to turn a blind eye to the weirdest things that I've noticed on the internet. They as soon as it as soon as it comes up to a topic where uh it's a serious topic, like fucking Shimigami Tensei Five or Persona, that's really what we're talking about right now. Like Two different fucking games that's the controversy we're gonna you know spark up right now but like you know activision blizzard has something oh like this almost and literally everybody just kind of sweeps it under the rug and pretends that it's not really happening um which is why i wanted to talk about it this week i know we don't talk we i no. there for, hasn't been really been there hasn't really been really big news in terms of what's been going on there other but burning honestly, of the, documents. The, the
1: big thing for 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 me is like at least it's still in the news it's still there there's yeah. still there's still some sort of progress, uh, yeah. even if it's small. But the thing is, so, I'm in the same boat. It, it's it's like it sucks that it all falls to Mike Yabara now. He's the sole person, and he just he got into the role maybe like less than a year ago, right? Yeah, he's been there for like six months or something like that, and so it, it all kind of falls on top of him. But I I probably won't play a Blizzard game or an Activision game in a while, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, the pro- probably the only game I play just because I'm just I'm that diehard of a fan of the series, probably the next Modern Warfare because I know that company puts their heart and soul into those games. That's probably the last game I'll ever play, probably play from Activision because there's really nothing else that they put out that I really like. Everything's kind of ham fisted anyway to me, uh, except for those Modern Warfare games because just the process of how they make those games and stuff that they really do put time and effort into those games. But yeah, I mean, we'll see where Blizzard is a year from now, but I got I got a feeling this isn't the last time we're going to hear about Blizzard. This, uh, and I feel like the year is only going to get worse for them at this point because a fifteen percent stock drop isn't something to. to stopped,
1: but like, let, let's see what happens the next week. Let's see what happens in the next month. If it yeah. goes back up again, then it really didn't matter at that point, right? Yeah, it's just these, these the, the 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 stock dropping and stuff like that. That happens every now and then. When, some, when something gets delayed, when something happens like that is not good, That the, the the stocks drop. That's just mm-hmm. natural. just how it is. That's, but yeah, you got to see where... Reactionary number that people want to put out there. That's exactly what, that's all it is. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what happens in like a month and see where the stock is. See what, 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 it, all, what the, it all kind of... The only thing
0: I with. think we can all agree on is that trolls are bipartisan. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. 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 But that's
0: anyway... Awesome. um. Speaking of uh, disappointing, let's get to let's get on to our next article here. They're our so last parted! article. Uh, our last article this week comes from IGN's George Yang. Uh, Marvel's Avengers was a disappointing outcome, according to Square Enix president. So this week, in an annual report for Square Enix, their president Yosuke Masuda reported that Marvel Avengers was not as successful as would have liked. Masuda seems hopeful they're learning from the experience from a games as a service standpoint and looking at that for future releases uh i have a quote i have a few quotes here i'm just going to kind of read them out if i do wind up cutting out please let me know um we overcame a variety of unexpected difficulties in the final phase of the game's development including needing to transition to due to due to a pandemic we were able to surmount these challenges and release the game but it has unfortunately not proven as successful as we would Nonetheless, taking on a games-as-a-service model highlighted issues that we are likely to face in efforts, such as the need to select game designs that mesh with unique attributes and taste of our studios and development teams, said Masuda. Um, while the new challenge that we tackled with this title produced a disappointing outcome, we are certain that the games-as-a-service approach will grow in importance as gaming becomes more service-oriented. Uh, Masuda uh, is... Possibly attributing the unsuccessfulness of Avengers to Crystal Dynamics, not really being the right studio to be making a games as a service type game. Um, but yeah, uh, what, what do you have to say about
1: this? You, you, you think, why would you guys. Okay, so <laughs> I, I, have, I have no fault on Crystal Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics, I am. This is all Square Enix. This yep. is all Square Enix being fucking stupid and put, giving Crystal Dynamics. A, uh, games as a service, but they've never made a games as a service game. They've never yep. done this before. Well, they, ha- they have. a games
0: as a service game. Well, you think Final Fantasy is technically a games as a service? Do no, you no, play no, Crystal, Crystal, Dynamics. Dynamics. Crystal,
1: Crystal Dynamics? Crystal Dynamics. I'm talking about just Crystal Dynamics itself. Yeah, has never made a, a games as a service game. Why would you shoehorn them into? Not many making companies have. Games? Yeah. Yeah. Not many companies have. Yeah. Like I, I I don't get why Square Enix wanted to do this. This doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, and not only that from the beginning, it seems like they wanted to emulate of all games Destiny. Oh, Destiny, a game yeah. that has been controversial in the way they do trans like that. Like of all games, I understand you cut out Sorry. the last part. You're talking about it, transactions. Yeah, in transactions. Why why would you emulate Destiny of all people? So, I have a few things that I think would why you would do that specifically because of the license that they were granted they are granted an Avengers game and that is not a game dedicated to one hero specifically um however there was an example that literally last week we had the release of Guardians of the Galaxy which is a team effort and i think that they definitely approached it in two different very very distinct ways and honestly i think the the idea for a multiplayer Avengers game is the right idea to go about it because you want to have a team assembled and have people come together and fight these giant battles and go on these different adventures. And I think that's the right idea. Unlike in mm. gardens of the galaxy, which I feel is still a singular like movie. It's like a group. Um, the way that they approached it was very different. And I think that, going with the Avengers, especially if it's gonna be something where you're gonna add more to the roster, then yeah, I, I definitely see why they chose the way that they did it. Now, granted, there are some heavy issues with the game and I'll, I'll even self admit with that, specifically a giant open areas for no reason because they're empty for a majority with the same amount of bad guys that you fight uh, in those areas. Um, I think the corner of the idea was definitely there, the execution kind of rough. However, I will continue to say that the story that they're trying to tell in terms of the world that they have is their strongest part, which, of course, is the strong suit that they had before. And I know that offline me and Frank talked about Tomb Raider and how he feels about the series and how I feel about the series. But I think those are the things that they're the strongest for. And I think that's what the elements that they brought correct in this game Um, for. Square Enix to have these expectations or do constantly have, have been known to shit on uh, specifically Crystal Dynamics for not meeting their very specific expectations, even though critically, some of their games are pretty high. Like I looked up both the last two Tomb Raider games that Square Enix, I'm sorry, Crystal Dynamics has done, and they're in the high 80s. So critically, they're they're doing just fine. It's just obviously there's their standard like Tomb Raider, the first reboot is probably the highest selling in the actual series of Tomb Raider, but it was still a loss in terms of Square Enix's eyes. Um, yeah. And I wonder if there's just are there are too high standards on Western studios. In my opinion, that's just my thoughts.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think th- so many factors went into Marvel's Adventures that made it where it is now. And I think that Square trying to throw... I, I get the feeling that they're trying to throw Crystal Dynamics under the bus for this. Which I think is not fair to Crystal at all. Because, you know, they picked the studio for this game. And sure, it probably was a, the best fit. But that was that was Square's decision, right? Like you have yeah. to take some of the responsibility here. Like there so many things went wrong in the production of this game. And it's by no means a perfect game. Did I have a blast with it? Do I keep thinking about hooking up my PS4 just so, or my PS5 so I could play it? Yeah, I do. Um, but it there's there's definitely a lot of problems with this game and you know, yeah. I, I get that they're frustrated that it wasn't as successful as they anticipated, as they hoped, but I think Square has to realize that a lot of those problems were from themselves and they can't really pass the blame off of that. And yeah, yeah I don't know.
0: It also boils down to mentality. It seems like, at least from what I'm getting here uh, with the way they described, development it was always uh, games as a service first avengers game later and i feel like that's what kind of killed the game in general which is like instead of focusing on the how good like i'm sure sure the game has a really story but that doesn't seem like it was the focus sure, from the very
1: great. beginning
0: you know what i mean the very beginning it was a games as a service game so it's more of like how do we build this games as a service thing around a story and that's not the way you do it I do have a note here that I, that, that I like to talk about, just like I brought it up earlier of how they technically do have a game. Square has a games of a service game, Final Fantasy XIV, and how the game has a way different mentality as to how Avengers has it. Whereas Avengers wants you to play that game exclusively, play it, buy the stuff, grind, and that's the only game you play. And we've talked about this on the podcast before when we were talking about Final Fantasy 14, where the devs mentality on Final Fantasy 14 isn't that this should be the only game you play. It should, you should have fun, but you should have, it should be fun enough to the point where you can stop playing right now and go play other games. It doesn't have to be your everyday game.
1: And that's what makes that
0: game so great.
1: Their their mantra for 14 is usually a patch comes out. It's got, uh, like, so minus, like, uh, expansion. So this, this expansion is coming out in December now. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, like, about 40 to 50 hours of gameplay for the, the actual story for it, right? If you don't want to do it in the raids, you do those 50 hours of, like, you guys don't need to play, keep playing this game. Go play other things until the next part of the story comes out in about two or three months. And then come back. Weird. And then and then go again. You are now a black screen now. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. I'm turning my camera. off. I have to turn it back up. <laughs> uh, there oh, we go. There you go. And uh, yeah,
2: flashing you in there too. It, 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 <laughs> it's it's one
1: it's one of those things where like I feel like when you when you make these kind of like live service games, they just want you to be like like hooked into there all the time and have this treadmill oh. going all the time. It,
0: yeah. And then with when it comes to this game specifically, I don't think that hook is there. And I think the, the mistake was early on when I remember people were freaking out because every character had a battle pass. And I think that was not the approach to do it. Because once you do the battle pass, there's nothing else there. Like you do it, no. you do it, and you're done. I think what they should have done is they could have done the battle pass route. It should have been seasonal. And it should have been connected to these drops that they've been having, like a Hawkeye season, Hawk, you know, and then the Kate Bishop season, and then they could have like the carrot at the end of the stick is, of course, the fact that at the end of the season you're going to get a Marvel Cinematic Universe costume. But instead, their approach has been like, "We got costumes; they're randomly dropping. Here you go. Here's your yeah. Wakanda skin." Um, you know, I think that there should have been more of a thought process behind that, as opposed to just needlessly grinding to a raid that. Honestly, should have happened a long time ago. Uh, to be totally fair, because uh, Destiny, when it when it first came out, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was what Vault of Glass was the first raid. Might correct on that. That came out yeah. not that far off from the launch, right? Like yeah, it was about. I would say a month after launch of Destiny. That's very soon, right? And yeah, now we're maybe, two, maybe even longer. It's been so long since I played Destiny no, 1. For sure. um, I'll even give it six months. I'll even give it six months, right? God. It's been a year, <laughs> two years now. Uh, yep. Getting over to. Has to it been two years? Time. This will be the. Well, very close to the second year. This is at least the close oh to the, the start of the second year. Um, yeah. So That's it's wild right so it we're finally and this is the note that i wrote at the bottom of the dock is there's definitely some movement happening in terms of the releases this year or this month actually they are finally dropping the raid which like i said oh, nearly after the first year mark um we're also getting spider-man but we've had no fanfare for that character and we have no idea if it's coming out or just being announced um yeah. later this month there's been no they're, they're they're also very wishy-washy on like what the content entails. Like I'm trying to find nomenclature that says that it is a character that you can play as, because like most of the ads I've seen is just makes it seem like it's just a raid that he's just going to be a part of. What? The so, um, flaw? what are you talking about? Uh, no, Spider-Man. No, it just says Spider-Man PS4. So that yeah. is a character, but that's not an event. Well, again, is this their announcement of the character, or is this going to be? Yeah, so this I mean, is finally the part nomenclature. Of the story. That, that, that's what I'm saying. The nomenclature forward or. Around- And then you, on top of that, like obviously we all know at least to be, it was supposed to be a PS4 character from the very get go, right? But yeah, you know you're gonna you have some people still questioning whether or not this is coming to PC and other consoles that, and it's like you're also gonna divide your fan base when that comes out because that's content a lot of people are not gonna be able to play. Um, so I bought a PS4 copy of the game because I was like, I'm gonna want to try. It's still sitting unopened. I'm waiting for like some kind of cross progression. And once they announce like a cross progression, then I'll probably sure. play it a lot more. Sure. But at least for right now, man, it's it's They're so wishy washy on their way they do all that stuff. It's just like why you have yeah. you can you can definitely come back from this because there's enough people playing this game. Even though I joked saying that there's only like ten, there's enough people playing this game. There's enough there that if you show effort, that effort will be sh- will, will be reciprocated back to you.
1: But I think it, it it's just seems any, like it's, it's just weird. It's not even about like how many people are playing. It's a Marvel property. Yeah. Right. This is this is you. You, you don't get like you don't get like a second chance at Marvel properties. I feel. You know, if you, if mm. your company doesn't nail it, then I feel like they're just like you know what. I, I I hope so because you know it's not
0: not a minor major spoiler for Guardians of the Galaxy, but there's a small Easter egg that connects them in some way, and so mm. I would love for it to continue and. Maybe those characters pollinate
1: in some direction, you know. Like, uh, I just, yeah. I, I, I have, I don't like games of service. I'm not a big fan of them for for the most part. You play Final because, Fantasy, <laughs> but but it's. I'm joking. That M- was a joke. That was a joke. But but an, but an MMO is different from a games of service. Yeah. Games of service is trying to nickel and dime you for as much as they possibly can. Sure. An MMO, you already pay monthly for it. So yeah. like, what so the stuff <laughs> you get there is unlockable. <laughs> you know,
0: you're getting nickeled every month.
1: No, yeah. but I, I'm getting everything in the game. I don't have yeah. to pay extra money for skins or anything. I get that in the game already. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, there's more than enough right? content for you to be happy for the ten dollars a month. That Endwalker,
0: you pay. The, do you have to buy those separately though, or is that
1: yeah? The DLCs, yeah, the the, DLCs, yeah, the, ma- the major DLCs you have to buy, Got but it. they're like they're not they're not full price game. Like Endwalker is, uh, I think it's like, like Xbox Live, right? You're paying for the Xbox yeah. Live, the privilege. And to- then keep in
0: mind too, yeah. when it yeah, comes yeah. to like like expansions for that game too, it's just like you pay for the main expansion and also give you more add-on content after the expansion through patches and stuff like that in terms of raids and certain just dungeons it's 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 insane how much value you of the of the price of admission that you get out of that game
1: it's uh, I, i i i like like i said i have hesitancy when it comes to this kind of stuff like if this was if this was a gas this game should have been free and then added you know like what fortnite does and stuff like that right but i get it can't be free because it has story content it has to, like that 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 part of the game so like to and be, from what everybody's told me story content is good in the game
0: to be fair the 60 dollars okay let's like even disregard what it launched with up to right now with the war of wakanda stuff to me it's, it was a 60 dollars game when you can get it way yeah. cheaper now um but you know i think that's worth what it's what it's priced at Specifically with the content that it has right now, and then I'm excited to see what they do for year two. If we finally I, get this Cre War stuff, or you know, all that jazz. Like, I think that
1: for me personally, they need to switch how they tell the story in the game. I think they just need to. I need, They need. I think they need to. I, I, see, the,
0: I, I really wish you played it just so you like to actually no, no, get like. I, your, so
1: so I I wish that they would. I, uh, I like the... like like I, I wish they would give you the story, but then make you want to do more of the content. Sure, and like not make it feel like it's the same over and over. Well, it's, and so over. that's how the say, main story goes.
2: Yeah. I When I played the first part of it, where it's the Avengers initiative, mm-hmm. I just be lined through the story. Like I didn't care about any of the others. I just went through the story. And then when I hopped into the Hawkeye stuff, I did every single area just because I was having so much fun, you know, with those characters. So I would I would do all of the things before going to the next story mission. Yeah. And I think it's when you look at how they tell the story, the first part, you know, I I wasn't very into it cuz there were so many characters. I was just overwhelmed. And so like I was like there were so many characters at once to like cycle through. And you don't really get to, like, know the characters and play the characters. But when it comes to, like, Kate and Clint, Mm. you had so much more time to get to know them and get to play as them. Yeah. That I think that the storytelling in the second part is incredible. It's really great. Like, it had its hooks in me. And I wanted to do all the additional, like, side missions. And so, like, it really depends on the structure of the story. Because some of it's really enjoyable some of it's I had so much fun with it and some of it it just never never clicked with me
0: sure Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I personally I think uh if uh Crystal Dynamics was smart I I honestly think at this point finish off what you promised start working on another game because the problems don't really seem to be rooted in the fact that it's microtransactions anymore the problems seem to be more rooted in the fact that the game is just... There's not just not, not a lot there. You need to you it's need a ground-up nice. rework. You need I a ground-up rework.
1: I am very intrigued to see how a raid looks like in this game. Because every yeah. time I play this game, it is just... Not button-mashing, but it's like, you don't have set roles in this game. Yeah, just you, you don't it. really have to worry about no parries or...
0: There's, or there's, Blunt Blunt. there's healers. There's an actual there's healer? Yeah, Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah. So
1: yeah, why is, like? Uh, so- before this, but there was no healer before that. I uh,
0: so, believe it was no, no, widow. No, no, no,
2: There was. Was it? I don't think it's it widow was... or on I know. So no.
0: I played widow. I widow think, didn't I have you. I, I, the, point, the point. The point I think is making is like, are these are these mechanics the actually? Healer mechanics light like is this healer light where i just press a button and everybody gets healed no no you have to be in an area you have to actually be within a certain yeah, area see, that's the
1: what i mean like oh like, but if you're a hawkeye you all. can shoot to the area too that's cool that, that's what i like like no. if they if they go towards that direction yeah like more, help
0: needs help you know shit like that.
1: yeah yeah I, I think it'll it'll work for them much better because like having designed roles for like tank healer dps yeah if you can yeah. do like if you can structure your game around that a little bit then I think they'll have a better better way of uh, making raids, making cool dungeons, that kind of stuff. And if we're not attacking the same fucking machines over and over again... You know, like like that kind of type thing would be really Not cool. Not doing the yeah. same
2: exact like, structure. For that's every what.
1: Special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what there's Destiny.
2: So, there's like th- three or four different types of missions, and that's all you get. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. That's the that's the root of Destiny's gameplay. It, that that's the reason why I don't like their gameplay because it just doesn't feel intuitive and strategic. It's just like well, you pick a Titan because you want to be a tank. You pick a uh, a hunter because you want to be DPS, and you pick a a warlock because you want to be a healer and you know do support for your team and I feel like just pressing a button and shooting something in the AOE area just isn't there it, it just isn't the, fun it's a, new,
1: it's a new world attempt really because that's what the new yeah. world really is it's like shoot at a particular place heal that little area yeah. that they're in and it's not like a dedicated heals which what which, which Chun just said like Kamala and Hawkeye are healers Thor can be uh, depending on how you spec them which is fine that, that's great uh, and I, I, I think that's a good foundation to have that's a yeah. very good foundation to have yeah. And then work from that. I think yeah. this game, honestly, in in like a year, this game will be. I think I said this a lot when it came out. I said in a year, this game will be different. The game's already different, right? Yeah. They've already made so many changes. So in a year, this game is going to be a, a lot different, depending on what direction. I they go. hope so because yeah. they're not they're not abandoning this game. There's no way they're bad I really game, hope not so. because I, really I do want to see. You at this point, they but.
0: set up so many things that could be in season two, including <laughs> and I mean I'm just going to say it just because hopefully you're interested. They're setting up Ultron. They're setting up these Kree War stuff. Like there, there's whole other things that they could be doing in this world that I'm really excited that they explore. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. But that's basically it. Um, Squaring Unix. Um, don't throw your companies under the bus.
1: Yeah, but don't uh, do that. Okay, don't don't don't, sh- don't I- throw yeah, yeah don't own, own your, your shit. You fucked up and move on. <laughs> Yeah, you fucked up. Um, and how are you guys gonna fix it. Crystal Dynamics, feels like fix it's like your shit. Different companies, man. It's yeah. just feels yeah. like they sometimes they Japanese, really
0: do nice things, and then their, other times they're like shitheads. I,
1: I I really do think they 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 put so much more effort into their Japanese side than they do into their like their more NA side than anything else, which mm. which sucks, honestly, which sucks. Yeah, I feel I feel bad for Crystal Dynamics mm. to be in that position.
0: Yeah, but speaking of uh, crystals and rings. Um we're gonna move on to a few tidbits here. We don't have a lot of bits this week, but uh we're just gonna move through these really quick.
2: Um into that. I want Frank, I wanna give you a shout-out. You had an excellent transition earlier, and I was really proud of you for that. Uh <laughs> this transition, not it, but the one before yeah. really good.
0: Uh uh, <laughs> on that note, uh We're gonna move on to uh the tidbits. Uh, our first tidbit comes from the Verge's Ash Parish. Uh, Elden Ring debuts fifteen new minutes of gameplay. Harv, 20,
1: minutes. A, Twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Okay.
0: So this person said fifteen minutes. So they, I guess they checked yeah. that after uh, after five. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, after the last five. But uh, Harv, I will let you gush about this. I haven't seen this gameplay. I want you to red pill me on on uh, Elden oh Ring here. Oh my
1: god, dude! This is this is what what From Software has learned from. Dark Souls, what they've learned from Bloodborne, what they've known from Sekiro, and they put it into an open world game and they put it to a point where like you have the same thing. You have the bonfires, you have the maiden still. Uh her name is Melina. She looks fucking awesome. I don't know what her story is, but I'm excited to see what her story is. And you have this thing when you when you when you sit down at a rite, which is a which is their bonfire, Rite of grace, when you get up, it kind of t- it's like a ghost of Tsushima thing where they like tell you kind of where to go with like a little light. But they're, like, like obviously in Ghost of Tsushima, the, the wind tells you where to go, but, like, you don't need to go that way, right? You can go explore other places and stuff like that. And there are, there are open-world bosses and dungeon bosses, which is awesome. So, in open-world bosses, they can happen at any time. So, like, you can't just go up to, like, a camp, and then a boss just kind of attacks the camp. He's not attacking you, he's attacking the camp. Mm-hmm. and then you just are in a boss fight at that point kind of type thing and they have taken they have taken a uh they've taken all the dna that they've done from previous games and then throwing it into this game so when you do like the multi-layered big dungeons it's all seamless there's no loading screens so it's all seamless in with within the open world and then these dungeons can be done in all different ways it's not a linear path with uh, from point a to point b right you can go to c you can go to d and then go to like Zed or something like that right like you you can just kind of jump around kind of go around like the little uh pillars of the of like the, the castles and stuff like that man i i and you can, you can see the d-
2: point z if you're american if you're american you can go to point z you
0: can also
1: well. go to d's nuts
2: uh,
1: <laughs> uh but like um mm. you can't <laughs> but like there there are animations in this game. I, I will say there are animations in this game that are straight, just fucking taken out of Dark Souls 3. I didn't know the it rolling looked very, uh, just, very oh, familiar. That is Dark Souls 3, 1,000%. Yeah. <laughs> they took the Mortal Blade animation and they just copied and pasted it into this game. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, good you know what? Them. I'm not fucking mad hard about harder. it. Yeah. If it's exactly. a good animation, might as well, right? Yeah, no, It's a great animation. It's so good. <laughs> Um, the other stuff they added is they have them. they have co-op in the game, which I don't it looks like it's just open world co-op. Now it's not like Dungeon by Dungeon co-op. so you could just be in the open world, co-op with your friend, and just go do shit together, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, they also have um the other thing that they had was that looks like magic is very big in this game as well. They've added a lot of different spells. the it used to be very. Like they they used to put magic on like the side burner, now it's like it can be a forefront kind of type thing and each weapon it's got its own weapon art, which is awesome. Ooh. And then uh you get summons in the game, uh which are like just monsters that you see that you can just su- summon, but each has like a advantage and each one has a disadvantage, so they're not like overpowered. So the one they like, used po- in the yeah, like Pokémon, they're like Pokémon. Yeah. But like the the one that they like use. Talking the, in about the
2: real serious stuff, but all I can uh, picture is like a tarot deck with the art style of these games. Does that exist? I if so, I need it.
1: I don't know if a like a bloodborne great. tarot I, I was, deck would, probably. I, I'd buy
0: that tarot deck. <laughs> There's probably be a bloodborne tarot deck out there.
1: I'd buy it.
2: I I hope so. It, like I I love the aesthetic of these games. I'm never gonna play it i'm sorry i i just i needed to pose that question no no
1: you're good you're good um no but so so like the one that they summoned was like six like six uh npcs but the problem that they're loud so they attract everything around you so like Mm -hmm. it it, there's six of them but they're loud so they attract everything around you so you're gonna aggro everything that's gonna be there so like there's like all these like like Pros and cons to each of these summons that you that you that you throw out there, and there's just like awesome NPCs like a, like a a, a, a a jar that just stuck in the ground and he's just talking to you and telling you like, are you get Can you get me out and stuff like that? And it's just like you hit him with like like something that's blunt. It looks like it's just like a blunt weapon, and you like free him. And he just like, thank you for freeing me. And then, like, I don't know what happens after that, though. Like, come on. Like, what, what, like that, yeah, that's, that, that is from software right there. That was the moment <laughs> I liked the
0: most when I watched the video of it. And uh, I love their comment. Uh, I think they said that it kind of reminded me of Breath of the Wild of like hitting it with a giant thing and then it was
1: going to status effect throw it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so this game is everything they've learned. I, I also, I still believe that uh, Bloodborne is their magnum opus, that is the greatest game they've ever created. And that is the best game that I've ever played, and I think this game can be the game that is go- that can like take that over because they've they've learned so much in the in, in the in the previous years, and uh, I'm very very excited for this. I can't wait.
0: Oh yeah, um, I know we talked about this earlier. If we can glance over. We can it's really quick. Um, where did where did they stop really marketing George R R Martin? because i remember I the know. initial marketing I, had so much of him like involved in terms of marketing but after like i was after the like,
1: first year it kind of just was, disappeared they they said it's it's influenced by george or more like the the world is influenced in the first trailer but that's really it. I don't think I've seen his name come up in anything else.
0: Real quick, I don't know why my camera did that. Uh when did uh, oh something happen?
1: Oh, your your so. camera
0: oh, ma- everything your- just went
1: down. Everything Mario went down is there.
0: officially dead. Oh. Uh, R A P It's
2: chaos hours.
0: Did I kick a
1: wire? Is that
2: what <laughs> you probably have like a loose wire somewhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Either way, uh, I'll try to figure that out. Uh when did uh Game of Thrones end? Few years oh, ago God, at this point yeah no what ago? year was it that's why i'm asking because the re- reveal was in 2019 when we were at e3 we saw it firsthand is that correct For- no we didn't see it i believe here. so i think no, it, it was last I don't year. think i got it did it get announced there no, yeah, it did. It did. 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so if game of thrones ended around that time and everybody was salty about it it probably was their best interest to
1: so, oh, I mean, but, but George Okay, well, everything is messed up on the screen right now, Mario. I just I'm, want six, to tell you I'm I know that. I can see that. I'm trying to <laughs> I'm fix a, it. I'm, I'm leaning back. <laughs> um, leaning back. Yeah,
2: I, 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 I was just trying to I, take a pause on the podcast until we get the screen I don't yeah, think that happened.
1: I think with everything that happened with Game of Thrones, I don't think it's Jared, George R. Martin. So, I don't think they would want to distance themselves with him. Right, that's yeah. more on the HBO writers than anything else. Yeah, I think I, I think they're not putting him as the forefront is because I don't think he had a big part of this thing. I think it was just. I don't think so either. I think, think he laid the groundwork thing, was it. and that's it. Yeah, just kind of like what the world kind of it, what the background a little bit of the world is. Kind of get a gra- like get get their legs kind of warm, you know, while you're running. You know, you got you got to get warmed up while you're running. You know, so I I feel like that that was like the main thing when it came to that. Yes, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I am so fucking excited for this game. I cannot wait. Uh, February is going to be all of this game. I'm gonna. I am going to explore every nook, every fucking cranny of this game.
0: Because I'm probably going to
1: uh, do this with you because this actually. Our invisible walls are back. I'm so excited because Sakura didn't have them. Bloodborne had one in the entire game, uh, and. That's back, they got like little catacombs and stuff like that that are all around the world. They got big dungeons. The map looks so cool. It's like old school cartography. Where mm-hmm. like they it it, it it looks very uh medieval style, and I'm like, oh my god, that this, this looks so good. This looks good. Yeah.
0: I'm excited. I'm gonna play it because I need an RPG in my life. This looks like it's embracing the more RPG elements of it with open world and everything, so I definitely want- they've added oh, two stats.
1: See- this is me being nipped. This is just me. They've added two stats. They've added arcane that to the game, which is very weird. When you already have Intelligence, I don't know why you would add Arcane to the game. We'll see. And then they added Poise, which is from I think Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro is from Poise. So I don't know what what that kind of all entails. So we'll. See, we'll I don't know see what
0: that. you just said, but it sounded interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, different webcam, different cam. Different cam. It's it's a fancy, him. Fancy. Nooks cranny okay. animal crossing exactly. we we'll we're
0: gonna put it in it really quick while uh, Mario gets us all fixed real quick. We don't have too much left, so um You're all good? Alright, cool.
1: Also, um, yeah, if you guys if you guys want to see my reaction, it's on YouTube.
0: Right yeah, go now. see go see Howard's reaction. I guarantee you it's probably the best reaction because fucking loves this loves this company
1: i i've i talked about uh i went back and kind of rewind a little bit and talked about the boss battles i talked about like what the different kind of mechanics that we are thinking we're going to get in this game that are from the different uh different games that they've made before so yeah so
0: um our next little tidbit here comes from uh ethan Gok at uh kotaku i'm also reciting this off of memory because i didn't actually read the article uh, fun fact about most of these pip things: I usually get most of the information from multiple articles. I just kind of use the source, a uh, a title, more or less. But uh, hey, free free uh, free advertisements for the people who uh, get shouted out here. But anyway, uh, this comes from Kotaku's Ethan. Take two cancels unannounced fifty-three million dollar game by Kangar13. So I believe what happened here and. Again, don't quote me if I get some of this wrong. Uh, Hanger 13, the developers behind Mafia 3, uh, they didn't work on the previous two Mafia games. I believe they only worked on Mafia 3 and Definitive Edition for Mafia 1. Um, they were working on a, a project called Volt, which was a multiplayer superhero game for Take-Two Interactive. Uh, it got canceled. And now take two interactive or I guess yeah, take two interactive is down fifty three million dollars because of it. Um people initially this thought this was bullying, more, shark, but, more yeah. shark
1: cards. Just add just, just sell more shark cards, it'll be fine. Yeah. Everything's gonna be fine.
0: More shark cards. <laughs> yeah, I mean Rockstar will make that back in like a month. <laughs> uh,
1: one thing one thing I will say though, I, I, I they said that there are no layoffs after this, at least, right? Nobody's mm. getting laid off. Yeah. So that, that's that's a good that's uh, a good sign.
2: I'm skeptical. We'll see what happens yeah. in the next couple months. I think. Hang- I i really hope they keep their their workforce.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: If I remember correctly, this project was in development from 2017. Uh, this week they are currently having a meeting as to what their next project will be. Um, what, I know the four-year endeavor already. And yeah, they canceled it. Hmm
1: that's crazy
0: uh, yeah because mafia 3 came out about four years ago yeah so it would be that would make sense um that's
1: crazy in development they had to cancel it that's yeah <laughs> oh my god
0: i mean i it would make sense when you think about it that rockstar would want a gta multiplayer like thing that they could probably capitalize on oh not rockstar 6 take two would want that want something like like rockstars like kind of built with gta online but for superheroes uh, it would make sense that they would want that. They probably couldn't figure out a good way to do it, especially in an ecosystem where we have basically the same type of game they seemed like they were pitching from the very get-go. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it it seems like Hangar is going to be working on a new project soon. They're going to have a meeting. I know people, including me in the past, have said that they're uh, they fucking suck because of the way Mafia 3 came out. Mafia 3 had a very, very uh in terms of the amount of quality Mafia 2 had in comparison. But I I've come back to Mafia 3 after they fixed most of the broken stuff in it. And I really do think that they're a company that deserves a second chance. Uh especially with the Mafia brand and I really hope their next game is a new Mafia game. Uh because I love the Sopranos now. And I would like to see more Gabaghool in my in my video game.
3: Oh, so more more Gabaghool.
0: I want more racist Italians in my video games. <laughs> Uh, honestly i said this before uh don't look at mafia 3 as a mafia game right it's not a mafia game because if you play mafia 1 and 2 it's totally different transition to what that game's story is however look at mafia 3 as a punisher game because it, it's literally like it the punisher fights mobsters it's literally a punisher game it's great it's fucking awesome it's a vigilante fight That's what Mafia Three is, and if you look at it in that light, is fucking great. And I really do hope we get a Punisher game soon because I, I am itching for that type of vigilante style gameplay. Uh, But yeah, I guess we'll see the future of Hangar Thirteen soon. Uh, I hope them the best. Like I said, I we really haven't had the biggest, the best relationship. Mario knows I, I have talked shit on that company for so long, but I've learned to to appreciate the game that they came out with eventually and uh i still even still have the vinyls and, stuff, and the playboy art that yeah. came with the collector's edition and stuff you know what i mean i, I really wanted to, i i really did want three i was really i really had high hopes for it and i you know when you spend 150 dollars on a collector's edition you don't really go around saying that it's a shit game you know just because it's you know you just want to talk some shit you know what i mean but um but on that note uh speaking of talking shit uh, our last tidbit comes from IGN's George Yang. Facebook learns that there is again, another, another company. From him. <laughs> there is another company named Meta already. So the reason... Sure. Uh, again, th- this is where I mean like they're talking shit here. Um, so Facebook found out that there is another company, I believe a PC building company named Meta. Uh, Meta recently just started. They're not like a brand... They're not brand brand new... But they're not like it's I believe they're not more than Europe. Of, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, so sorry, are
0: you talking, oh, so about talking about the company? I'm talking or, about the PC Building Company. Oh, company. yeah, I'm talking oh, about the PC okay. Building Company. So they per, like right now uh, they're still working on getting the licensing for PC Building Company, right? Uh, but they had said that they will not relent to Facebook in getting the name for anything less than twenty million dollars. Congratulations! however like i said they do not own the name just yet they're still in the process of in filings but they were there first so more than like graces some palms which is always a possibility i guess um more than likely, they'll probably get their twenty million, and Zuck will get his meta name. But I do think it's hilarious that they uh, they posted about this on their Twitter. Uh, it's a picture of Mark Zuckerberg with their logo in the fucking in the picture for Meta. Um, they do seem to have a i have a have a have a little joy out of it. But yeah, hopefully make that fucking bank, bro. Imagine making a company and then making the name. And of all people, tries to take that name, and then you go, well, we could just buy ourselves out for twenty million right now. Easy, done. Let's get out of this business already.
2: There you go.
0: Yeah. Shout Good for them. them. Hopefully they don't get zucked though.
2: I yeah I uh, all but the best for anybody going up against the zuck.
0: Yeah, the zuck, the fucking reptilian robot himself. Um, please don't zuck <laughs> us. Actually, no, go ahead and zuck us. You have no power here on Twitch, bitch. Uh, on that note, <laughs> we getting Bezos Jeff, over here, Jeff, Jeff Bezos with your bald head, save us uh that's it that's it for the tidbits this week unless you want to bring up what this is at the uh, end here it's, uh, someone i assume sly posted pc gamer <laughs> yeah, the dark souls inspired tarot card deck is back with 100 yeah. cards so yeah. shout out to that yeah there is a tarot deck for uh dark souls so good the on it
2: is really pretty good for them mm-hmm.
0: i think the art for the dark soul games is absolutely disgusting uh <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're going for Sorry, that's what they're that's going fine. for that's fine that's <laughs> fine um i'll stick with uh art that looks like Mario.
2: Sandman. can you can you bring up i i put the link to the artist who did it can you bring up their card for the five of swords well, let me see here one second
0: it's in the it's in the thing Five of swords. oh so my god is, yeah so why are you doing that resonator i got we got some chats for mario to do that uh dustin says game of thrones was very far off in the books from season three this I brought, we brought this up earlier where it come when it comes to books books are very hard like I think books should be adapted exactly how they come from the pages uh, I think changing it up is is a hit and miss situation sometimes you're gonna get really good people like Mario brought up Stephen King uh you know he has coke fantasies so maybe <laughs> it is a little bit better to, uh, to to readapt those those things uh but this yeah that, I agree that's what you're looking for I see three of swords right there. The three uh, of swords. The five of swords. The five of swords. No, these are five. five. Hold on. Let me see if nope.
2: five. And five ones uh, it's second. on. A, if you scroll down to suit of swords, it's on the second like, uh, page for me. I
0: don't see a um, second page. Oh, wow. Kate here says nook's oh, okay. cranny. Animal Crossing? Question mark.
2: I mean, nook. Nook's
1: got a cranny.
0: He does. He's got a booty. Yeah, that's
1: that's gonna hopefully there, that's be
0: in the thumbnail. Fucking money is going, dude. Oh hell yeah! The saline. Oh, second Uh resonator says need more representation for my homeland of new i agree new jersey's a very interesting spot and i think they should do more of it mafia had a i don't know did mafia take place in new jersey was that new york i don't remember I- or it might have been a fictional town altogether, like
1: based well, on a town apparently resonator says james gandle whatever his name is the guy that from, from james uh, gandalfini yeah, was from the town was... next to him in New Jersey. I'm Did I playing. nail it, that? I, I, I,
0: I, can I not tell fives? <laughs> which no. One, which one uh, was it?
2: None of It's It literally says five of swords on, on five the bottom. Of swords. So if you're on the page, scroll down to there where was... it says suit of swords.
0: I only have the one page here. Here, one second. I'm just going to show you the page. How about that? Boom. Yeah. Map, uh,
2: no. Did you click on the the, the image uh, when the
0: here the video? Uh, <laughs> the hold link,
2: on. No, the link that's highlighted in the doc. Is,
3: this is it this one?
0: Yeah, this is the PC one. This is the one that I
2: clicked. No. Is it, is it this no, picture the picture under slash?
0: that? Oh, there's another one on there. I I put, put Look see, at the look at the look at the doc really quick and scroll down. Is that it?
2: No. No, it's
0: not. Wait, oh, yeah. did I just mess? Hold on. There, there's only two links here. Oh, for the art. Is this it?
2: The one that says for the art.
0: Okay, let's see. For the horde. Oh, I see what you mean. So when you redirect it, it brings it up to the page. It doesn't really necessarily bring it to that card.
2: Uh, no, one, three yeah, swords, it of swords, four
0: the page. Ace of swords, two of wands, four things.
2: So you're looking at the page. You scroll down past the like information, and there's all this different suits it has. All the swords yeah, cards, sword cards. Ace
1: of swords, two of swords, three of swords. I don't see a five. There
3: we go.
2: Click to the next page.
1: Oh, there's a the next page. There's, there's a little there it arrow. Is. Oh. Five of swords. Yeah.
2: Oh Do I have to teach you all how to navigate websites? I just Let's think
0: start, that I'm me to go the to a website that doesn't work. Give me the photo. <laughs> it blends into the I background. Open there image exactly. into new oh. tab. Give me the link. It's in the doc. There you go. I already did it. We're good. Here's your photo. It is creepy
1: and I don't like it.
0: How about that?
2: It's gorgeous. I love it. It's so pretty.
1: Oh god. And then the next page is just his getting go. out words. <laughs>
0: yeah. so, Jesus Christ. Okay.
1: On well, that not note, he's got hands um, boards, apparently. Oh.
0: Mario, go ahead. Take it away for our outro here. My God, that was a way to
1: show. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: thank you, everyone. I am now horrified. Thank you, everyone, that, of course, joined us today here in the chat, as well as people listening at home. We don't do this without you. So thank you so much for all your support and everything that you uh do for us here at point in progress uh, i of course want to thank my illustrious cast here for being here thank you so much thank you frank for not multitasking too hard uh you look like you were uh in control the whole time and i i applaud you uh so frank where can people find you on the internet uh you can find me on twitch kestrel1a you can find me on twitter <laughs> every you time keep,
1: he you cuts keep out. Cutting out i know and i know problem. why like, and i you know can. why i think it's the i think it's, it's
0: your cheap ass i think it's no it's not my fan because my fans not on your fan hard. is not on. That's what it sounds no. like. Because you, you I, have no no. Anyway, uh, I think it's this cheap ass cord. Also this
2: loud as fuck.
0: Well, I mean, this cord has been acting up. I think because I think something's. I think I got a split here Weird. somewhere that's causing okay. an issue. Um, but th- this cord is like five bucks, so I'll just re- buy buy another enough. one when I get paid. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, you can find me at Twitch roll one a where I talk about video games. <laughs> Point in progress. Where uh, you got to
1: figure out. Kestrel One A
0: is his Twitter. Right, right. Point in progress. Is That's because I'm, really, so I'm, t- I'm talking really. So because I'm probably because I'm talking really, really. I fast. thought you were doing the uh, prayer from Voodoo Saints for a second. Mom no, yeah. you can you can just just find me at all outlets at Kestrel One A. You can find me at Point in Progress here, where I talk with my friends every week and shit, you know, stuff. Hey, we heard that. Okay, and great, shit fantastic. Top,
1: shit, and we stuff. got Okay, one. let's go. Yeah. All
0: right, uh, Harvard. Where can we find
1: you on the net? <laughs> You can find me at Beard and the Hair pretty much pretty much everywhere. Uh, and then you have uh, YouTube. YouTube. YouTube.com slash Beard and the Hair Gaming Guest. My Elden Ring video is out right, uh, right now. It's uh, it's ready to go. I have two videos coming out. I have a project that is going to be bi-weekly next week. Starting next week. Which I'm very, very excited about. I cannot wait to show everybody what that, what that project is. Uh, but I have what a retrospective it? A retrospective coming out uh next week with, with it's about a realm reborn. There's gonna be a retrospective for uh Heavens Stormblood, and Shadowbringers, what they feel like in 2021 compared to what I played back in the day. So I played I played a realm reborn in 2013. How weird is that? Wow. And I played it again in 2021. So I just want to I, I want to talk about like what they did to it and what what has changed and what my thoughts are on all the expansions. Uh but yeah, and then yeah, the secret project is gonna be unveiled on Friday next week. I'm pretty excited
2: about
1: that. So, cool.
0: but yeah, so exciting! Fantastic slide. Where people find you on the net?
2: You can find me pretty much anywhere at CycloneMC. Uh, I've I occasionally post on Instagram. Don't count on it. My Twitter is where you can find my ramblings, uh, and then TikTok. I, I I make videos there. They're fun. They're random. There's no theme. I just post whatever makes me happy. So uh, go check that out. That's fun. Uh, you can also find me hosting and producing 15 and 15, a new show here on point in progress. That is a YouTube only show. It's 15 minutes long. I have a variety of guests that I'm really excited for you to see. Again, new episode this week with Kyle Stevenson from six one um, I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. It was A really fun episode for me um and we we had a lot of great talks so that was fun um again you could find mario and me at mc university that show has been an absolute blast we're just having the time of our lives over there so if you want to watch old movies and laugh a lot with us come check that out and uh yeah, you could see me on Stark Radio season four, five. I don't know how to count. I'm bad at math. I'm gay. It's fine. Uh, but when Hawkeye comes out, are you saying gay people are bad me. at math? That's what <laughs> yes, I. That's what I'm a, getting out of that. That's an undisputed fact. <laughs> um, but you can find me at Stark Radio <laughs> on YouTube and Twitch. When Hawkeye's coming out, we'll be doing after parties for the Hawkeye series. And that'll be a blast. So, yeah, that's that's all the things I'm doing. Every single one of my secret projects is out. Y'all go check them out. I'm very, very proud of them. Nice.
0: Absolutely. And of course, you can find me here at Point in Progress doing the podcast with all these fine, beautiful people. And uh, MC University is a current uh, passion project. And I'm very excited through the response. Again, thank you so much. I loved reading the comments on the YouTube channel. Please keep that going. Please keep the love spreading on in terms of uh, the outpour on Twitter as well. It's uh, it's been a fantastic, fantastic uh, release to finally see it. And Fee worked hard on that. That logo. It we've been back and forth several times and I'm so happy that we can finally stop fucking talking about the logo because I think it looks fantastic.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, she killed <laughs> it in the logo. That logo. About, killed uh, it. We've been talking you know, about it. That, that logo, logo looks, it looks pretty. I, good. Wanna give, I, I wanna give a special shout out to Fee because she's been killing that with thumbnails, logos, yes. and all that kind of stuff. So shout yeah. out to Fee Honestly.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's be real here. Fee's the glue to everything that is point in progress. Uh, Fee does a fucking absolute <laughs> shit ton when it, when it comes to graphics and all everything. I can't believe we look. got
2: through a whole show without her.
0: I know, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure we are cancelled though. Oh, we are absolutely canceled. I mean
2: no, no, I actually mean, she, she is
1: also she also got stung by a fucking snake. So like stung come on, by she, a snake. she got
0: bit by a snake, a stung, stung, by a scorpion, stung by a scorpion, and slipped on a, on a lobster.
2: Bit by a scorpion. <laughs>
0: and you you can't forget stung the by a you,
2: lobster you and c- slipped on a steak.
0: You also can't forget that I I I sent an American bald eagle after her. <laughs> Cross continent or cross nation nations cross to go. You yeah. live
1: literally like four hours
0: away from it. Yeah, I mean technically it's cross continent. I mean technically you live
1: on the same <laughs> side of the continent. I said right? that yes.
0: Bodie McBoat face uh boat that is prominent in there in <laughs> Nova Scotia on fire. That was good. As- she got attacked Frank, by if you're gonna send me eagle, something.
1: You're not even native to this fucking land. What the fuck? Frank, Frank if you're going to send me something, then I am cross continent. She's like literally okay. right beside me.
0: The only me. thing I'm sending you, Harv is Tim Bits from Tim Hortons. You're okay. On. Give me all
1: the of only Tim's only bits. The only
2: exchange please. that's cross continental is like Harv me to feed. Like, y'all are right uh, in the center. I mean, I like, stars,
1: they're East ish. You know? They're, East-ish. they're East-ish. East ish. But yo, East-ish. Mario, yes. We're Mario, kind of one in the middle. Give me all of Tim's bits, please. Thank you.
0: Okay, there you
3: go. <laughs> And you like,
0: would the, want some some chocolatey balls, and like that. says, we're
1: out of here!" <laughs> shout, out. shout out to
0: <laughs> shout out to Miranda Crossgrove. uh shout out to Selena shout Gomez. Out to,
1: shout out to Desperate Housewives. Let's fucking
2: get it. Shout out to Lauren riddolph
0: <laughs> Shout out to to feet. <laughs> yeah, shout
1: out
2: shout to Shout out Fee. to <laughs> Doug Riddell. While we're at it,
1: there you go. Okay, okay. ask him quickly.
2: A director of asl for eternals and for hawkeye there you go so he's making money moves money moves <laughs> in
0: the marvel universe all right so oh
3: they're doing the same <laughs> thing with the quest
2: lines again
0: thank you oh god okay. here so so we can get on and start reading the live letter or whatever that is these dorks Okay. Live.
1: i i yeah i need to go live on my side okay oh, yeah, before right. you
0: before you that's what i was wondering yeah. i thought you were going live today so i was gonna oh, say oh, yeah, if i, I am, could am, talk man. to you for like two minutes before you start if it's possible yeah, we're yeah. firing you. Yeah, yeah. Let me, but let's send the beautiful people. away. Who should we send this away to? Should we send the? Uh,
2: who's I was gonna right say now? send it to Harv, but
0: send... uh, then go yeah. start us st- starting Harv, soon. Can you
2: go live and vamp on starting? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. If you want to send
1: soon. me a DM, Mario, for what you want to talk about, I've kind of
0: verbally wanted to say it to you. That's why. Yeah. If you want to do like a start, i in soon, trouble. Screen.
1: I feel like I'm in trouble.
0: Yeah, we're firing you. I, yes, I don't know I'm firing what this you. Is
1: about. <laughs> I'll Fire you publicly if you really want me to. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> no! Oh, it's, it's been a good run, guys. It's been, it's been a cool. bit not, s- I mean, if anything, we can. I'll tell you, send you later. To- then
0: we'll, t- we'll talk about it later. Just go ahead and get it set up, and then we'll send it on your way. Yeah. If anything, oh. we could always send it to T Pain. Yeah, I will text it to you just so I get it out of the way. Yeah,
1: just
2: text it to me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm nosy. I want to know. I don't want to
0: know. I was <laughs> gonna do it privately, but we're doing this publicly. All right. Here we go. You're fired, Harv. Fuck.
2: We well, don't we'll have, have a pr- we we'll even- have a
0: pro streamer on the team anymore. Okay. What the fuck? Wait, hold on. You can't fire people because fees are HR rep. I, I,
1: she ain't
2: Also, here. you're only one fifth of the That is true. Company. That is true. He gave you permission no, I'm curious
1: you now. Made what me host? It, I'm curious. I'm curious now. What is it? Oh, okay. I have to tell you privately. Will you please? Oh, you have to tell me yes. privately. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I, I I'm freaking out over here right now. Okay. I'm freaking Take out. Take a guess there. what you
0: think it would be about, and then maybe extrapolate from there. But we'll Does we'll talk about right? it privately.
1: I uh, think I know what it's about.
0: Yes. Um, so, yes. Are we sending them your way or what?
1: Sure, 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 sure. sure. Okay. I, 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 I want to I start all my stuff. And, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Starting, Actually, I'm just, just going to start, start, start it. Well, no, I'm just going to start it. Fuck start it. it. I'm starting. We're start starting.
0: it. Everyone who's here, guess where you're going? Not that far.
1: You're not going that far at
2: all. <laughs> I'm skipping a jump over to Earth. Fee is here. Hello, Fee. Hello, Hello Fee. Everyone. I'm surprised you
0: survived that eagle attack.
2: Oh my god.
0: Oh man, the eagle tag and bowl bow face.
2: Guys, I do have moose on a regular oh basis. God. A stick. <laughs> and the lobsters. Can't <laughs> forget the lobsters. Just heard a voice from the
0: past. <laughs> How did you enjoy watching the show as opposed to being on it was as chaotic as you thought it would be? It was
2: it was weird um i had to take a break for a How second i've been did we get canceled uh i took a break for a bit because i have been doing extra lights extra life stuff as well as uh watching the live letter mm-hmm. were you uh, for here our other for the podcast. dead bodies Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nope, i was here count? for the butts
3: What's uh, the here
0: as long as you're here for the butts. Uh, I already, I've already i already given you some uh, reference photos for you for the thumbnail. Oh
2: my god. Uh,
0: of for the, some butts. For the butts. But you you also have
2: to hide dead bodies.
0: For the butts, yeah. You can put a dead oh, right, There. So fun fact, uh, anybody who's still here waiting for Harv to uh, get a stream ready, fun fact, um, in some photos, there's some hidden gems in some of our photos that you will never be able to find because yeah. they're that well hidden. Um, but if you do somehow find them
1: please dm us yes i hit the bathroom i'm live now i'm gonna hit the bathroom quickly though all right
0: cool i'm gonna send uh someone can someone send them on the way because my stream is messed up thank you buddy yeah it's a slash raid or something yeah i I, every now and again i forget if harv is the beard in the hair or beard and they if you could do it sly actually you probably i can do it i don't have it it doesn't show me as Actually, I could just scroll up. He's right here. All right, everybody. Okay. Everybody enjoy. Love you all. Uh, enjoy the chair stream from Bye. Harv. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
2: Harv just has the... the, the
0: so... Music. Good? Okay. Then I will...
2: Oh no! Oh, his his sounds on, so <laughs> don't say anything. Oh, I, can, yeah. I can
0: mute him. I can mute him. Yeah, yeah,
1: I will just mute him. Get right here. There. <laughs> there we go. Server mute. Him. Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop.